This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today's Friday, September 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, protesters marching for Breonna Taylor shut down a major Philadelphia highway before demonstrating through the city streets on Thursday night. The protest came in the wake of the controversial controversial Kentucky grand jury ruling. Uh, in the case, a group of roughly 100 people marched on southbound 95 near Columbus Boulevard. Cars came to a standstill while the group made their way onto the highway. Police quickly moved in and forced the group off of the highway, but the demonstration didn't stop there. Protesters continued to let their voices be heard as they marched through South Philadelphia. At one point during the protest, the group came to a standoff with Philadelphia police at the base of the South Street Bridge before being turned away. The protest, which started at about 7 p.m. at Independence Mall, uh, dispersed just before 10 p.m. outside of City Hall. For the second night in a row, protesters also gathered in Louisville. Uh, Several arrests were made near a downtown church, and the mayor instituted a curfew through the weekend. On a completely uh, peripheral note, Louisville or Louisville? It's it, well, it's actually Louisville. Okay, like uh, I mean, if you're from there, right, you, you would say Louisville. Like like Ville is pronounced Vol V U L L, and it's said very quickly Louisville. So I yeah. figured you'd have the info. Yeah. Louis, Louisville is like you're from way out of town. But you, you hear it that way. Yeah, Louisville Slugger. I've heard Philly. it pronounced forty five hundred different ways. I'm yeah. like, which is the right way? That sounds like you have marbles in your mouth. Totally. Yeah, yeah. that's the way it is. Louisville. Yeah. Our, our uh, imaging director uh, Zach used to uh, do the um, production for a radio station in Louisville, and he was he had to be trained on how to say oh, that wow. because really? he was going to be the local voice. Yeah, yeah. And they're very so, picky. Yes, Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Louisville. Louisville. I'll just say that. I'll just call do you have an array of puddings by my <laughs> uh. A man is facing federal charges after allegedly trying to pass through Philadelphia International Airport security with a gun in his shoe. TSA agents discovered the 25 caliber handgun at the checkpoint on Wednesday. Police confiscated the firearm and arrested the man who is a Philadelphia resident. TSA... You know, he started to tap dance and it went off, Kathy. <laughs> TSA officials say the gun was not loaded. Not only are TSA officers highly skilled at what they do, they have the latest technology at their disposal. Five new state-of-the-art 3D scanners are located throughout the airport. The TSA officer can manipulate the screen and look at a bag in varying uh, different angles to try to determine what's inside, explained a TSA spokeswoman. Uh, officials note that the number of people caught trying to get guns past checkpoints this year is sharply up. In 2000, uh, July of 2019, across the U.S., TSA detected 5.1 guns per million travelers. In July of this year, officials reported 15.3 guns per million travelers. That's more than three times higher, and it's in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, is that wild with reduced travelers, a reduced number of travelers, you have that increase. I'm wondering how many of these people are carrying with the intent of doing something on the plane, or they just want to take their weapon with them somewhere. And if that is the case, you can do that 
with the proper yes. permits and and setups, people may not know that there, there is a there is a way to go about doing it, and it also depends on the state you're flying to as right, well. Right, right. But if you, but I don't are, think you can carry it on with you. No, 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 their... no, no, no. Yeah, it's it's got to be shipped. It's, there there are ways if you're going on a hunting trip and things like that. From what I understand, yeah, yeah. there are ways oh, to no, there, transport weapons. Th- there is, yeah. there, yeah, there absolutely is. So passenger volume due to COVID nineteen has been down uh, since March, roughly seventy to seventy five percent. The TSA says that they think people traveling just aren't familiar with the rules and regulations. Even so, it's been illegal to bring a gun on the plane long before TSA came into existence just after 9-11. So the TSA outlines how to legally transport a legal weapon uh, on board there a plane. You so mm-hmm. you can go to their website, and if you do need to take that somewhere with you, it, it's all outlined right there. They say that many of these people are traveling to Oval. <laughs> Preston, were you with me when uh, there was a... I don't know if they were on our flight, but I, they were near us. It, it was like a shooting team. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that sounds familiar, case because I was I was curious about, it, and I think it was Rodney who who I think we were flying somewhere. Well, it might have been the Orlando trip. Yeah, something I don't know, but but I remember it being explained to me. Yeah, you can you can ship these yeah. things if if they're taken. I I got in trouble for trying to bring a hammer on one time. Hammer? Why I told you guys a about hammer? that. I was going camping <laughs> and I had packed my tent and everything, and I'm like, oh my god, I need a hammer to drive the stakes into the ground, threw and it, I forgot. Threw to it pack in your carry on? No, I threw. Yeah, actually, I did. Yeah, yeah. I threw it in my carry on. Sure. Um, sure. It's a hammer. What at the time I was uh, like, well, what am I going to do? Hammer. hammer, you know. <laughs> My dad, and who I've said before, is probably the world's worst fisherman. For some reason, decided to put one of those knives. That you clean a fish with oh, yeah. in my mother's carry-on bag, <laughs> you know, because we were going to go to a place and his intent was to fish, and of course she gets pulled out. Well, what is this, Gene? Did you put a knife in, in my bag? I forgot a knife in a bag one time, and I was just was embarrassed and mortified. They took it out. This was in Denver, flying back yeah. to Philly, and. Uh, but they shipped it home, you know, and so like you just follow the proper protocol and then you can get it sent to you where you need to go. One of the worst things I ever heard was Sam Kennison's uh, ex, soon to be ex, got hugely pissed off at him, put a loaded thirty eight wow. in his packed luggage. Mm-hmm. He had no idea. Oh, that's mm-hmm. messed up. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't carry guns at the airport. Just remember that. Many drivers are up in arms complaining about a problem with Easy Pass that's costing them money and headaches. They can uh, they d- Say a uh, defect at these on a South Jersey toll booth is resulting in mistaken violation notices, duplicate payments, and hefty fines. The toll booth in question is the one uh, to get onto the Atlantic City Expressway from the Bro- Berlin Cross Keys Road. One traveler received five notices in one day. So the toll booth wasn't registering Easy Pass or cash payments. The toll just went up from forty cents to sixty cents, but violations comes uh, with a fifty dollar administrative fee. So people were getting fifty dollar fines, and one guy got it five times in one day. Casey, you brought. Up something with the toll booth where it wasn't recognizing anything you were doing to get through, right? Yeah, that was going into Atlantic City. It's the final toll booth. Right. It's like 75 cents. And I mean, I chucked 75 cents in there. The light didn't come on to say that I paid. And then well, that's so I. The case. That's, that's exactly what this is. This is a, yeah. a 60 cent toll, and that's what was happening. Well, somebody emailed me and said, dude, it they have been throwing buttons. And, and sometimes nothing. They and said, not, I read the email. They're just doing yeah. the motion so that the car behind them thinks they're throwing something mm-hmm. in there. And they've never gotten and they've never gotten a ticket one, one notification. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, You're saying so. that it, they don't really, you know, they don't have it rigged properly. I guess. Or <laughs> so something. the agency in charge of that toll plaza in, is the South Jersey Transportation Authority. They say they inspected and they did find a problem between the electronic reader and the authority's toll collection system. They say uh, the intermittent problem has now been fixed. The issue was a faulty link on one of the uh, westbound booths. 
And they say the long lane controller has been upgraded from copper to fiber. So they say that they have fixed it. But uh, if you have gone through there, make sure you check your credit card bill. It's been a confusing year for EasyPass because so many places, and I was driving up and down the East Coast um, over when I went up to Maine, and some places you're not supposed to stop at all. Some places right. you are supposed to stop because they don't have the we're going to mail you the bill type of a thing. So I, I can, and and, there, and then there are glitches in, in booths like this, Kat. So like if you get fined for something like this, I wonder how much of a case you have and how long it would take to fight a case to like fix this. It. It up. I, yeah. I can't. Whenever I see the just drive through now, I have Easy Pass, so I think anybody with Easy Pass, you're you're fine. You're just using your Easy Pass right. as normal. But people who don't, like, how are they? Are they just billing that person every single time? They're supposed to, yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah, so they, if, yeah, if you they, go through one of those toll booths, yeah. they 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 are, they are able to record your tag and then they send you the bill. I can't imagine that there's not issues with that. Right. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies open up their final series of the regular season tonight in Tampa with a three-game set against the Rays. Vince Velasquez will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 640. With Eagles wide receiver uh, Jalen Rager out of the lineup because of a thumb injury, the team has made two roster moves. Cornerback Trevor Williams was promoted from the practice squad to the active roster, and wide receiver Marcus Green was signed to the practice squad. The Eagles play the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday at home. Kickoff at the link will be at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. In Thursday night football, quarterback... Ryan Fitzpatrick accounted for three touchdowns and led the Miami Dolphins to a 31-13 win over Jacksonville. The 37-year-old Fitzpatrick became the first NFL quarterback to record six wins over the same opponent with six different teams. In the NBA playoffs, the L.A. Lakers are a win away from returning to the finals. Anthony Davis scored 34 points. LeBron James added 26, and the Lakers beat the Nuggets 114-108 last night in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals. Game 5 is tomorrow night in Orlando, and the Stanley Cup Finals continue tonight in Edmonton as the Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars get ready for Game 4. The Lightning are up in the series, two games to one, and the puck is set to drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, hopefully everybody's in a Friday frame of mind. Yes, uh, absolutely. It began yesterday. Yeah, uh, per Casey's suggestion, yeah. after work on Thursday is actually technically Friday, and I like that. And uh, I, I spent the morning getting ready, uh, listening to my calm meditation app uh, narrated by Nell <laughs> today so I am uh, I'm all ready to go man I'm ready to make it, it really does soothe you doesn't it I was actually when I got up uh, and I was making my morning coffee I randomly started thinking about that I just started laughing in the house in the quiet house <laughs> my if anybody was awake, they're what is up with Dad this morning? Uh, but I got Nell on the brain, and it's a good way to start your uh, your day. So, yeah. That's Nell guiding you into meditation. Uh, so, we have a Word of the Week prize that's given away today. Ten vinyl albums, including recent releases from Pearl Jam, Metallica, and the signed copy of the Struts, to uh, just to name a few of the uh Parts of the collection, so we will give that away today at the end of the show. But other than that, uh, we have our friends uh, Godshall stopping by, so we'll have we'll have lots of bacon in the giveaway. Turkey yeah. bacon galore. Other than that, we have each other's company and a Friday vibe. So that's a nice. wonderful thing, man. And good weather. And good weather. So it's all working out so far. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. And I have a bunch of great stories to pass along to you in the entertainment report uh, and stupid question with some giveaways. So hang with us. 
We'll do this weekend thing right. Get it started together. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. There's no better time to say I love you, and there's no better time to get engaged. Steven Singer's team of real experts are ready to help. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Did you say nanner in there somewhere? Did you hear that? Or was no. that just me? Nanner. It was near the beginning of the... Uh, uh, and I'm like, that's a tribute to Elvis. I've never oh, heard yeah. of Nanner. Oh, Will- Did I catch a Niner Wilmington- in there? Wilmington Manor. <laughs> Oh, oh, Wilmington Manor. Will- I heard Nanner. Nanner. Wilmington Nanner. Nanner. Peanut, peanut butter Nanner. That's right, man. It's my favorite. That's Wilmington, right. man. Every right. time I get there, I go my, get my Nanner sandwich. All right. Uh, let's do the stupid question thing. We're going to give away a family four-pack of tickets for the Adventure Aquarium, one of my favorite places. And the question that I have for you, I'm, I'm going to toss you a softball this morning. Uh, what car is known as the Pony? The Pony. 215-263-WMMR. What car is known as the Pony car? 215 263 WNMR. A lot of celebrity birthdays today on Friday, September 25th. Uh, we'll start with the couple that we always mention when it is their birthday because they share the exact same birthday. Husband and wife, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Uh, he is 76. She is 51 years old. And they still seem to be quite happily married. Yeah. I, I, I wondered if there was going to be some sort of long-lasting repercussions from that thing that came out that... He believed that his esophageal cancer might have been connected to her cooter, uh, but uh, well, uh, they seem to be happy. Do you guys ever think about that while you're down there? Uh, no. I do now. I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, hey, your mom would probably agree. Cass. Oh yeah. my god! Right? I don't, I don't when I've been with your it. mom, she's mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to include mom in the oral sex conversation. <laughs> oh my god! We should have a, a segment where you guys can ask her things like this. I would and, love to. Oh my god! Yeah. What she would uh, suggest. Yes. Is it too late for you guys to get? Uh, the HPV shot. Uh, the I, vaccine. I, I don't know if there's a, if there's a timeout on that. Yeah. Why would it wait? Why would it be too late? I, I don't know. I just don't know if there's an age. I, yeah, because I know that they get them young these days. Okay. So, yeah, there's like a commercial for like young teen boys. Yes, and girls. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, the girls. But I, I I was surprised to see the commercial specifically right. for boys. I was like, oh, okay. So all right. So if you got that shot, then does that is that even um. I mean, we're talking celebrity birthdays here, but <laughs> I know. but but suppose your spouse got those shots. Does that mean they're like immune now, and so you can just go to town? Uh, yeah, risk free. That'd be nice. Okay, here, yeah. Get this vaccine and then go to town. Mm-hmm. We should ask Kathy's mom. That should yes. be part of the commercial. Ask Jerry if you're just chomping at the bit to chomp at the bit. Or- get this shot. All oral sex questions. <laughs> For Jerry Romano. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Uh, it's Mark Hamill's birthday. Hey! Mark Hamill, has, uh, he's been surfacing a lot lately. Most recently, the commercial with him and Patrick Stewart. Do you think uh, he ever went down there with Leia? Uh, oh, <laughs> brother and sister? Yeah. Anyhow. I mean, before he found out. Happy birthday yeah. to Mark Hamill. Yeah, of course. Sure, yeah. why not? Uh, he is 69. Heather Locklear turns yeah. 59. She is turning her life around. Things are looking good. Her sobriety Absolutely. seems to be in the right place, so we're happy for that. She but, was, uh, I mean, you know, no one looked more all-American, girl-next-door, California blonde than Heather Locklear. Will Smith also celebrates a birthday today. Like I said, there's some big ones today. Not yeah. just a lot of them. Some really big ones. So. I finally watched Bad Boys for Life. There you go. 
It's actually okay. okay. It's actually pretty good. I mean, for that kind of junk food movie, yeah. it's pretty good. I like those kinds of movies. Yeah. I, I know that like they're the, it's cheesy. It's as cheesy. Hell. You know, plots are usually yeah. paper thin. But I'm like, all right, you know, this is going to give me something to do for and the that's next what two it hours. Did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cheryl Teagues, the model and actress. She Love was Cheryl the, Teagues. She was the it girl for a long time back in the day. She is 73. Uh, Barbara Walters. Turns 91 wow. years old today. That is correct, yeah. She did a couple of penthouse uh, shots, yeah. I remember. Yeah. No, she didn't. I always loved her. Make sure to show my lady parts. <laughs> uh, I never thought about her as attractive, but you never? did, Casey. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a few people. Uh, her, um, <laughs> Martha I Stewart, I, I, I love. Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine. Oh, gosh, who's the one? There's one. She's um, Jessica Tandy. Right. No. Jessica Tandy. No. Jessica Tandy. Mrs. Miss Daisy. News She was chicks. already in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, Jane Pauly, I really like. Cynthia something. Oh, you're uh, talking about news people. News chick. Okay. What's that Cynthia lady? She's... I always liked Elizabeth Vargas for some reason. Yes. Kind of thing for her. Yeah. Yeah. Cynthia, not Cynthia Nixon. No, she was on Sex and the City. No. Are you thinking of Richard Nixon? No, nah, no, it's I, Cynthia, whatever. That's great. We'll Let's do the list on. another time. That's I have great. a lot yeah, of birthdays yeah, yeah. left. Come on, come on. Happy birthday, Barbara Walters. You, Casey wants to bang you. Not anymore. She's 90. Michael Madsen of Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill, and a few other Quentin Tarantino the projects. The, the nat- that's right. Bump Bump. Bailey. Yeah. Uh, he turns 63 years old. Would you want an apology? Forget it. <laughs> uh, Anson Williams, who we spoke to this year year. Potsy from Happy Days is 71. We don't have time for the Pumps Your Blood song. No. 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 I have a lot of birthdays today. I want to move along. Come on. Hal Sparks, friend of the show, turns 51 years old today. You know Um, what his favorite song in the world is? Pumps Your Blood. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got it in. Happy birthday, Hal Sparks. We did that for you. Yeah. Uh, Tate Donovan, uh, the actor, uh, has been in a lot of stuff. And I I went back because uh, you know, I know him from, like, that guy. He's been in tons of stuff, and I had to go back and do a little research. And obviously, he was in Memphis, Bell. We had um, uh, Matthew Modine on recently, and he was the co-pilot in that with Matthew Which Modine. is a, a wonderful film. A I bet movie. you know a movie that's a junk food movie that I bet you like as much as I do. What? Love Potion Number 9. Oh, yes. Right? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and uh, But what I didn't know is he was in Space Camp. He's, I think oh, he's yeah, the yeah. male lead in Space right. Camp as one of the students. So. And he was a longtime Jennifer Aniston boyfriend. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. You know, he's good in uh, Argo. He is. He's a really good actor. Yep. Uh, he ends up portraying the director, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. He's 57 today. Uh, and then the last birthday, I think this guy's EGOT worthy, Donald Glover. Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, he, he's, uh, he's a great actor. He's obviously proven himself in the music industry. And so, and his stand up is great too. He's just this well rounded <laughs> artist. I wonder if he's going to re emerge into the Marvel Universe because he was in that Spider Man film. Yeah. And it seemed Wait, like they, what was he? I don't he, remember. He was, was robbing a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Homecoming. Yeah, right, that's right. right. Yeah, and yeah. maybe somehow or another that ties him to it and he right. surfaces as a character down the road. I yeah. can see that, yeah. Uh, he turns 37 today, Donald Glover. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Very easy question today. Uh, what car is known as the Pony? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Bob for the answer. Good morning, Bob. I could jump off a high dive. You can jump off a high dive. All right, well, car, go ahead. Give it to us. Ford Mustang. Yep. (laughs) One of the most gorgeous American cars ever made. Agreed. Bob, hang on the line. We're going to get your information and... 
We're going to give you a family four-pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium. Open daily. Reservations are required. You can visit AdventureAquarium.com for more information. We're going to start with Chrissy Teigen. Her tough third pregnancy isn't getting any easier. Uh, the model and cookbook author hit up Twitter to share that she's uh, stopping work completely because her pregnancy is high risk. Uh, she wrote on Twitter today, I had to postpone the cookbook indefinitely and uh, send, uh, it says, Adina Sussman all the way back to Tel Aviv. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, also revealing that she stopped filming her Quibi series and same was shutting down filming Chrissy's Court. Uh, she announced earlier this month that uh, she... And recipe developer, here you go, Adina Sussman, uh, were hard at work. She said, I'm devastated. Uh, she shared of sidelining. She's supposedly the real deal when it comes to cooking. You know? Is she? Yeah. I mean, not, not you know, a restaurateur level right. or anything but like she's that. Serious but she, about she knows it. what she's doing, all from right. what I understand. Yeah, so she's going to have to put all that on hold. This is interesting. Rebel Wilson is making her romance official. The Pitch Perfect star debuted Jacob Bush on her feed with a cute shot of them boarding a helicopter alongside Helen Mirren and Kate Beckinsale. He's a good-looking dude. And he is part of the Anheuser-Busch family. So uh. that is the the last name is Bush, and that is from the, the beer magnet. So she's got Bush. She's got Bush. <laughs> um. She's got Bush. Uh, they are all in Monaco attending Prince Albert's Planetary Health Gala. Uh, they were yesterday, uh, where Wilson is expected to make her first red carpet appearance since embarking on her weight loss journey. She, she really looks good. Yeah, she's doing well. Yeah, And uh, the pair were introduced by mutual friends, uh, a friend last year. An insider says that uh, they're officially boyfriend-girlfriend. He's a gentleman. He has very old-school manners and treats her well. He is also very health-conscious, and they've been motivating each other with their health journeys. Has he recently had a weight loss as well? or You know what? I don't know that. Uh, I really don't know anything about him. I don't know where he falls in line in the Bush family either. Can he get her into Bush Gardens? Uh, yeah, they own yeah, that. the amusement so, park, right, yeah, I maybe, assume. Yeah. yeah, you would think so. Uh, the source adds, now she's making it official by making a red carpet debut with him at the Planetary Health Gala in Monaco and attending a private dinner with Prince Albert, hosted by Isabel Busher. No, it's not Busher. Busherini? Bush. Oh. Uh, gallery, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say that name. <laughs> uh, he had launched his own brewery in 2016, dubbed Sons Beer, with friends Elliot Taylor and Carlo Mondavi. So I'm sure he's he ain't oh, hurting. Okay, is that uh, the Mondavi like wine family or whatever? Yeah, yeah I, I assume. Yes, yeah. right. Probably not the false teeth. Thing. <laughs> All right, how cool is this? I saw this story yesterday. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney yeah. have been named as potential investors in Wrexham AFC, which is the Welsh soccer team currently playing in English football's fifth tier. The club's supporters trust confirmed that Reynolds and McElhenney will have the chance to put forward their proposal for the club at a general meeting. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're putting together a joint proposal, or are they both bidding for it separately? That's oh. a good question. Uh, the trust had previously met to discuss the potential investment with 97.5% of the members voting in favor, so it sounds like partnership. And that's what it sounds like to me. As a result, uh, talks with the proposed bidders will now continue, and we are in the position to confirm the two people interested in investing read a statement from the Wrexham Supporters uh, Trust Board on Wednesday. So, yeah. So, I, Did may, you know that, that is. anybody have an idea that uh, Rob was a soccer fan? No, no, but I remember when we used to ask him if he was a millionaire, and uh turns out the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he and Ryan are buddies, 
uh, by association, we are now buddies. Buddies with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. It works yeah. out. But Casey yeah. was already a dear friend with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, like we emailed with each other a couple times. I hung out with him down in Panama City, and yeah. you know, this is twenty five years ago. I, that really, that really is pretty damn cool that yeah. that you hung out with him. It was really cool because he brought me up to the. Yeah. It was a VIP suite area. And the bouncer wasn't going to let him in. Yeah. And the bouncer's like, no, nah, sorry, you can't come in here. And he he turned the bouncer and he goes, hey, um, I'm supposed to be here. And he makes the bouncer look at the movie poster with his face <laughs> yeah. on it. That's for Van Wilder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Van Wilder. That's me. That's, That's me. Awesome. And yeah. the, the bouncer's like, oh, God. Okay, yeah, okay, go ahead. You're right. And, and who is Van Wilder loosely based on? Burt Kreischer. It is. There's a symmetry here that can't be denied. <laughs> I hung out with Sugar Colt. You guys remember that? Absolutely. Band, right? And Kathy's Sugar favorite band, no, Sugar, Sugar, Colt. No. Sugar Colt. With I'm bouncing off the walls oh again. Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> it's a good song. Wait, was uh, and Tara Reid was there too, right? Yeah. And yeah, when she was her. looking like a million bucks. Uh, also, Cal Penn. I mean, yeah, come on, cool. guys. Who did that song you were talking about, Preston? And that's what I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> You're my come butterfly, lady, sugar, butterfly, baby. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, I said mm-hmm. Sugarfly the first. Yeah. Time. <laughs> uh, hang on, Butterfly. Sugar, that is a uh, baby. That come, is, my lady, come, 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 my lady. You're, You're my, my butterfly, butterfly sugar, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Hold on, Marissa. Crazy what? Town. Uh, the 90s babies over here letting you guys know it's Crazy Town. Yeah. Crazy, crazy Town. It was Lazy Town. Lazy Town was a different <laughs> one. Okay. Come on, let's move on, guys. We got lots of stuff to do today. <laughs> oh, my God. That's now what a producer mo- does. Now he's moving us along. Hey, you know what, Kathy? You're holding this uh, whole train up. <laughs> the, Get on. By the way, the exact nature of the bid is so... <laughs> Is so far unclear, but the latest news follows a club statement last week, which confirmed uh, the potential investors would immediately invest around two point five million dollars. I want Ryan Reynolds on this show. I do right? too. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I kind of remember his email address. All right, try it. Um, I think I think he would listen. Let's work on it. Let's see if we can talk them into maybe buying the 76ers and buying franchises. If you do get in touch with him, remind him of the Van Wilder poster thing. Maybe yeah. that will remind well, he might remember that. You know what he remembered? And the reason I got brought up there is because you guys were like, hey, you should give him the Sonic Session CD. So I gave right. him the entire library yeah. of Sonic Session CDs. It's a he, full library. And he really appreciated that. Awesome. So. Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, an attorney for the Doobie Brothers sent a comical and lighthearted cease and desist letter to Bill Murray uh, for illegally using the man's 1970 song, Listen to the Music. Uh, in a commercial. Yeah. Uh, Murray has placed a tune without permission in commercials for Zero Hucks Given shirts, which are part of his William Murray golf collection. Uh, Doobie's attorney, Peter T. Paterno, of uh, King Holmes Paterno and Soriano, wrote in the letter, it, it's a fine song. I know you agree, because you keep using it in your ads for Zero Hucks Given <laughs> golf shirts. However, given that you haven't paid to use it, maybe you should change the name to Zero Bucks Given. Uh, we understand that you're running other ads using music from our uh, from uh, other of our clients. It seems like the only person who uses our clients' music without permission more than you is Donald Trump. Paterno went on to write, This is the part where I'm supposed to cite the United States Copyright Act, excoriate you for not complying with some subparagraph that I'm too lazy to look up and threaten you with eternal damnation for doing so. But you already earned that with those Garfield movies. And you already know that you can't use music in ads without paying for it. So they're, in a fun way, asking yeah, them to, to stop to not do that. And right. Yeah. You, in, you can. You flat out can't sell a who, product. Who at that level? <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. Just moves Maybe ahead him. with unlicensed music. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he had anything with, to do with the selection of the music. But don't we know at this point? Yeah, you would think so. Hey, for the uh, first time in 114 years, there will be no crowd in Times Square to cheer on the famed New Year's Eve ball drop. Uh, in the latest COVID-19-induced blow to the Big Apple traditions, uh, officials announced major changes to the annual event. Uh, they said that while the ball will still drop, the usual pack celebration will be a no-go. Uh, one thing that will never change is the ticking of time and the arrival of a new year at midnight on December 31st. Tim Tompkins, the president of Times Square Alliance, <laughs> said. Uh, but this year... Tim Tompkins, Tompkins timepieces. <laughs> there will be significantly new and enhanced virtual, visual, and digital offerings to complement whatever limited live entertainment or experiences still in development will take place in Times Square. To be honest, if you're not there, uh, it, a lot of times the actual event or, or focusing on the TV at that time only gets in the way of your party. So, mm. <laughs> you know, uh, I got it. Times Square will be cordoned off from, from the uh, general public. Uh, by the NYPD, and any event taking place inside the tourist hub will be for broadcast purposes only. Uh, there will be some socially distant uh, activities in Times Square, but it's going to be primarily for a broadcast and streaming audience. So, as you would imagine, as you as imagine, imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's not going to be the sea of humanity uh, <laughs> that it normally is. They should have had intern Ben make the announcement. As you can imagine. Uh, Demi Moore's Dirty Diana, a podcast she narrates, has been snagged by Amazon. Uh, the 57-year-old's podcast has consistently topped Apple's fiction list since debuting this summer. Uh, the story follows a married woman who runs an exotic website dedicated to women who want to share intimate sexual fantasies. Creator Shayna Festi will direct and Moore will produce. Concerning uh, to be determined who will be cast in the series. But several A-listers, including Melanie Griffith mm. and Lena Dunham, have popped up on the pod. I listened to part of something like this. Murphy, uh, Nick Murphy had, had uh, recommended a, a podcast. And it's very uh, radio theater. Yes. Which is nice. No, right. I just kind of liked it. This one didn't quite grab me. What as- was it? Murph would have to tell you. I don't remember. It's about these uh, um, military personnel who was taken, who were taken in for some type of um, testing, and they were doing something to them mentally. Okay, and it was having some kind of an effect, and there was a cover up, and I, it just did. It, it didn't bring me along for the whole thing. And I and I like listening to audiobooks, uh, but I have yet to find that was the only. Now, uh, granted, it's the only one that I've listened to. It's this called, just in. Uh, it's called Homecoming. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, Kath- is that Catherine from Keener and uh, there's, okay. there were some names in it. Uh, so, some, some good names. So there, yeah. there are some some top, you know, uh, act na- acting names that are that are taking part in these. So uh, I'll have to give another one another shot sometime. Chris Rock will open Saturday Night Live's season number forty six on October third. He's the host. Uh, the show will go live with a limited audience. Megan The Stallion. Will join as musical guest, uh, and of course, uh, Chris was a member from 1993. He was a cast member on SNL. So, so they'll be in the building. They'll be in the building. Okay, yeah. that's yep. good because the home stuff is it's not as good novel, anymore. but yeah, it just it, it, it's just not. Some people excelled at it, and others did not yeah. dramatically. It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> yep. uh, James Corden is speaking out about rumors that he is in line to replace Ellen DeGeneres on her show. Uh, on the Late Late Show, he said, genuinely, I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> I think somebody started a rumor somewhere and someone jumped on the thing. 
Uh, there's absolutely no truth in that story at all. Zero. As far as uh, considering it, I think it would be a really crazy thing to take over from someone who I think has done a, the job so outrageously well for like 18 years. It's not true. And I think uh, when the day comes to end this show, it will be the day to probably stop hosting a show every day. So, no, I wouldn't do that. And I don't think Ellen is over. I no. think I think no, it's going to come she's back. Not. She's going to get past this. And she has a lot of people rallying to her defense. Yeah. And whatever, it, listen, if there are issues, uh, as you can imagine, she's going to take care of them. Yeah, agreed. We would assume. Tyra Banks is ready to admit she isn't perfect, but she also refuses to let the haters get her down. Girlfriend. The Dancing with the Stars host shared a response to the backlash she's gotten on TikTok. She said, tonight I hosted the second episode of Dancing with the Stars. And yeah, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, but I messed up. You stink! I, I said the wrong words. Stinks! Uh, but I kept going, she said. Uh, so the You're prob- better than that! <laughs> but not really. <laughs> the problem is is that you came off someone as polished as Tom Bergeron. Yeah. Yes. And, and he, he is, is one of the best. Yep, exactly. He's, and, he is a host. And period. she has two jobs. She has Aaron Andrews' job yeah. and Tom Bergeron's job, mm-hmm. and that's it's hard. And we pointed out she's actually running the camera, so she will actually run off camera <laughs> and move the camera towards the judges. <laughs> you hear the clicking yeah, of yeah. shoes. <laughs> there was uh, no need for both of them anyway. Yeah. What, one is fine. <laughs> no, I know, but it's just like literally the amount of talking that one person has to do versus what two people have to do, it, it makes the job more difficult. <laughs> yep. Uh, Banks likened her response to that of contestant Sky Jackson, who made a misstep during her samba with Alan Burson. She said she got back up and she kept going. And because of that, she's here for another week. So the message is I messed up this week, Sky messed up this week. But we're gonna keep on going and going. Uh, Go, girl. Who got voted out? Uh, it was the uh, the athlete, the uh, basketball player. Oh, Charles really? Oakley? No, not Charles Barkley. No, Oakley. Charles Oakley. Charles, Charles Oakley, right next. I thought he heard Barkley. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mention it in this story, but yeah. somebody fell down. I do know that. <laughs> Go boom. Uh, in twenty twenty one, video games will be added to the Tribeca Film Festival's program of official selections. I think this is a good move. I have long contended, as have many, that they are artistic pieces, that there's a lot of artistic capability that goes into creating these worlds. Yeah. In between, And in between the play, they're cinematic. Absolutely. You know, there, there's... There's plot and there's there's acting and there's take scenes. a look at The Last of Us. Yeah, tell oh me God. tell me that's not yeah. a movie. Yeah, agreed. Tribeca Film Festival co-founder and CEO Jane Rosenthal tells Hollywood Reporter Tribeca has always served to bring artists and diverse audiences together to celebrate storytelling in all its forms. It's incredible to see how game creators develop these immersive worlds uh, with their own unique stories, characters, lore, and languages. And the work should be their work should be celebrated. Uh, Enola Holmes star, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I think I have to watch this. There's a big buzz on this yeah, show. I started watching it last night. Uh, it's all right. Mm. She sat down with a Variety to discuss her new turn as Sherlock Holmes, a uh, little sister, but also about saying farewell to one of her favorite shows, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, she's a big reality show fan. She said, it's very sad. I'm so sad. I've been watching them for years, but everything must come to an end. Oh, yes. She said, oh, my gosh, I'm going to miss lots. I enjoyed it so much. Every Sunday night, I was obsessed. It stuns me how many... Like, Jennifer Lawrence was a massive yeah. fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yep. What? I yeah. don't know. I, I Listen, don't I, know. I, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago that is a, a grown woman, right? Yeah. She's like 40-something, and she watches him, 
And I was trying not to be judgmental. Yeah. I was actually just trying to, I was like, why? What 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 do you get out of it? Some people watch it because it's like train wreck. Like, right. oh, I can't believe these people. And uh, for this particular woman, it was, um, she's like, the sisters talk to each other the same way, like, I talk to my sisters and my girlfriend. All right. And so, really? yeah, I mean, besides <laughs> the like fact, this. like, um, you know, they're like uber ultra rich and, and you know, they're, so there's that facet of their life. But, you know, you sort of... Re- get stand to <laughs> or just sisters. Yeah. Right. But mm. I, I would imagine also, though, the, the the fame and the and the fashion and stuff like that is <laughs> yeah, part that of doesn't your It's exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. All right. You're in luck. There are new movies what? out to tell you about. <laughs> It's worth it. I'm sad when we have a week without movies. A Kajillionaire, starring Evan Rachel Wood, Gina Rodriguez, and Richard Jenkins is coming out. It is a comedy film. Uh, Two con artists have spent 26 years training their only daughter to swindle, scam, and steal at every turn. During a desperate and hastily conceived heist... Uh, the charm a stranger, they charm a stranger into joining them only to have their entire world turned upside down. Uh, it's an hour and 44 minutes long. It's rated R. The theatrical release is, it, there is a theatrical release and it is on demand. And so far it has a score of 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I love Richard Jenkins. That's pretty I love solid. Evan Rachel Wood. Who's Richard Jenkins? He Remind is, uh, he's this. Uh, I don't oh. give a f- Yeah. That guy's great. That's Richard Jenkins. Excellent. All right, uh, the other film that's opening is Ava. It's a thriller. Ooh. It stars Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, and Colin Farrell. Uh, the plot is an assassin becomes marked for death by her own black ops organization after questioning orders and breaking protocol. What's going on here? It is hour and 37 minutes long. It's rated R. It's available in limited release, and so far it's gotten a 27% Rotten Tomatoes, so pretty low score. All right, we're ready for clips now. With COVID-19 delaying numerous films, streaming platforms like Disney Plus continue to entertain us with their own films. And this weekend, it's the movie Secret Society of Second Born Royals. In this clip, star Peyton Elizabeth Lee explains why she joined the cast. Here we go. I think the biggest thing that drew me to this story and to my character is the relatability of it all. The core themes to me are very universal. And especially teenagers growing up, there are so many pressures. For these characters, there's the added pressure of having an entire country's eyes on you, which I think are very relatable to anyone growing up. Shut the f*** Secret Society of Second Born Royals is available to watch on Disney Plus today. So I'm looking at the uh, the coming attraction for this, and they've picked a girl that looks so much like Dove Cameron. I think they're they're kind of oh really they're kind of following the Descendants model. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. look at the, the lead. If you see the lead, that's her. Okay, very Dove Cameron looking. All right, here is the next clip. Fans were taken by surprise when it was announced that Carol Baskin would be joining this season of Dancing with the Stars. And in this clip, Carol talks about the anxiety she felt while waiting to hear 
if she was safe for the week. I can't wait to hear this her voice. Here we go. It was really nerve-wracking. One of the things Pasha pointed out is that during the dance, time slows down because your adrenaline is pushing so fast. And I felt like we were standing there for an hour waiting for that result. It just seemed to go on forever. You're a complete dirty whore. <laughs> uh, the next episode of Dancing with the Stars is on ABC Monday. That will be at 8 p.m. And there you go. That's all you need to know. That's all. There was and a lot. In the way of entertainment, that's it, friends. I gave it all to you today. I'm what spent. more do you want from me? <laughs> Leave him alone. All right. We are going to take a break, though. We're going to come back in a moment, and we have a full morning to share together. Word of the Week Prize, giving that away. We got some uh, gifts from our friends at Godshall's Turkey Bacon, and we will have a chance for you to win. Stay put. We will be back in mere moments. <laughs> WMMR.com. A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings. Listen live via your laptop, the free mobile app, or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR. From Preston and Steve's Daily Rush to Pierre's Weekend Calendar and the latest on Jackson's local shots. It's everything that rocks your computer. Well, I've noticed a few things. Oh. Yes, that I would like to share with you. It's time for a Friday edition of The Noticer. Mm. This is when he's Notice the most. He's had an entire week of noticing. He's bursting at his noticer seams. And in fact, I'm going to start with uh, something that has to do with us here on the President He's Steve noticed show. something about the President Steve show. We can hardly wait. I noticed a uh, picture that Casey posted on Instagram this morning, and I've noticed he looks markedly thinner these days. Casey looks thinner. Yes, he does. Uh, he was he was helping out with uh, Gay Bingo last night online. And there's a picture of you in a tie. Now, I see you every day. You know, we're in close proximity. So I haven't really noticed the weight loss until I saw this picture of you. You, yeah. how, how much weight have you lost, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, like 30 pounds. Wow. Nice. It was just yeah. awesome. And yeah, I said yeah. the other day, you, you've you just been doing the bike riding. And all the, the way weight loss happens when you just start to make a lifestyle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, he, and you found something you adore, which is the bike riding, and you're just... Yeah. Religious with it. Well, I mean, listen, you can exercise all you want, but it's also, you know, it's, it's food. Like, it's what you put yeah. in your body. Yep. And so I talked to my little brother. He He's, um, he's, it's crazy, man, because if you knew us in our 20s, especially him, uh, like he's made this complete lifestyle shift and change. And so, you know, he was, uh, he kept just eating, like texting and sending all these like articles and videos right. about, you know, what, what you're eating and about added sugars and the dangers of this or whatever. And, you know, so I had some candid conversations with him. I'm like, listen, I can't give up sugar. No. But for all intents and purposes, like I, I really have cut out uh, sugar, especially added sugar. Right. It's not to say that I don't have treats from time to time, but. Anyway, you got to do something that you're going to be able to live with. Mm -hmm. You're doing well, and I just wanted to give a little positive reinforcement because you're looking good, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. I I also... um, And 90% of your diet is now turkey bacon, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have some here today. There we go. And that's not too bad. But, um, you know, I also am very aware of who I am, and and I have, you know, I'm a yo-yo guy, so Hmm. I just... uh, so is your. I just, I just hope I can keep it up. You know what I mean. Just yeah. real quick, how did uh, gay bingo go? Was it virtual, just like everything else is these days. Yeah, it was good. Was uh, cool. It was over quick. I mean, uh, it went. Uh, it started like eight o'clock, and they do like a skit in between every single game of bingo. There were six games of bingo. One person won twice, which makes me so mad. When I was it, so close to winning that last game. When it kicks back in, and we're mm-hmm. past this, if yeah. you ever get a chance to go to the live presentation, oh. mm-hmm. it's so much fun. It and, is. And Chumley and Carlotta and. and 
We were, uh, weren't we honorary? Uh, you were? I, I was, uh, yeah, we, we were the one time, time they actually gave me a, a presentation, everything. I was the uh, straight person of the month. Yeah. Which was, which was really fun. <laughs> but then we were given an honor yeah. by um, the AIDS Fund. Yes. Uh, for our show's participation in things like gay, uh, gay bingo and, and helping uh, support, uh, you know, uh, the AIDS walk and yeah. things like that. It was re- it was a really huge and this huge is no honor. secret that when a gay organization throws a party, it's a party. It's yes, a party. it is. Yeah. Although Man, that, that picture, was that picture of us, uh, I look at that picture when it pops up on my feed, like as a a, a memory or whatever, yeah. and yeah. I get embarrassed by it. Why? Because, because it was supposed to be a rainbow. We were supposed to be a rainbow, and if you remember, uh, the whatever whoever the Tux company was, they didn't quite get the memo, and they sent pastel colors yes. instead of <laughs> yeah, our cummerbunds were. Pastel. Yeah, so it was colors. pink instead of red. Yeah, we were hoping to, to represent rainbow. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Or no, it was our vest. I'm sorry. Yeah, your yeah, vest, yeah. 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 Yep. Oh. Well, um, listen, um, the AIDS Fund, they're always looking for funds and money and volunteers. So if you go to AIDSFundPhilly.org, um, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can um Contribute. Yes. And the AIDS walk is coming up, right? So it's going to be virtual, uh, just like everything this year. I wish they could do that. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I, I but guess you can't I listen. I mean, yeah. I, I did the, the bend to the shore. It yeah. was virtual, but right. the, day, the day that it was supposed to happen, I, I did a 50-mile bike ride. You know there what you I mean? Go. Like, so you can do your own walk, and you can get involved. And, and the AIDS Fund Philly, they, they're doing and have been doing great things in the city of Philadelphia for people that are living with HIV AIDS. And, you know, just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean that that goes away, right? right. It, it actually makes everything worse. Yeah. So if you want to help out, please go to AIDSFunPhilly.org. Excellent. Looking good, Case. Thank you, man. All right. I also noticed things aren't looking so great out west with the wildfires. Uh, the California Creek Fire is not only the largest single wildfire in the state uh, known for huge destructive blazes, but it spawned two rare Fire nados uh-huh. a day after the fire started earlier this month, and, and they're just revealing the information on this. Don't they believe that one of those fire nados might be one of the biggest fire nados ever seen? It's possible. It was uh, one was rated as an EF two with winds of up to 125 miles per hour. The other had winds of up to 100 miles per hour and was rated an EF one. Uh, they wreaked havoc across the rugged area. The results of unprecedented fire behavior, government forecasters said on Thursday. Uh, fire tornadoes are created when the rising heat from the fire pulls in smoke, fire, and dirt, creating a rotation vortex above the blaze. It's like it's Armageddon-looking, and it was also pressed. I don't know if you saw, there was a point in the fire nado where it picked up bears, set them on fire, and became a bear nado. Oh, oh my God. God. It's almost like it's out of a movie. Oh, my God. So burning bears oh. in a fire nado. Bear NATO. What about shark NATOs? No, no, they, they, they no, they. That's that's, that's, that's a water stupid. spout. Yeah, yeah, that's when a water spout. Oh that, that's God. just science fiction. Uh, to have even one tornado with a with it within a fire is rare. CNN meteorologist Taylor Ward said fires can lead to fire whirls, kind of like a dust devil, uh, due to differential heating. Uh, but to get a tornado with winds over 100 miles per hour is quite unusual. Uh, the tornadoes uprooted pine trees, snapping even several two-foot diameter trees, wow. and stripping bark from their trunks, a storm survey report had said. Think about that, like a, that that width of a tree being snapped by a wind. You ever been somewhere when you start to see a dust devil? Oh, yeah, many times. And then it starts getting big, and you're like, uh, hold on a second here, man. Uh, we were driving across the desert towards Palm Springs. I remember years ago, and and it was like, uh-huh. yeah. hey, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that looks cool. Wait a minute. That doesn't look so cool anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it can, if, if you see, if, if you happen to, to be, uh, to see footage of when a tornado actually starts, there's, there's sometimes they catch them right as they begin. It's wild because it starts off looking very, very innocent and then the next thing you know, it very quickly gets out of control. I remember seeing footage of a tornado from a helicopter. Right. And they were pointing, they could see these trees starting to move around. And all of a sudden, the movement gets more and more. And then you start to see, like, a haze form. And then you see the, the cyclone happen. And then you just see trees just start whipping and snapping. I mean, it comes up out of nowhere. It's pretty wild. You're man. right. I was watching a documentary last night called Twister, and apparently a lot oh, of this it. occur <laughs> after you sign the divorce papers. That's right. I will have, Don't I will sign have, them. I will have to see if I can if I can find the particular one uh, that I saw. It didn't turn into a, like a gigantic funnel cloud. Was it a bernado? It was pretty small, and it just started... It, it The way it formed was pretty strange. Um, mm. So I will, I will jot down a note. Have they ever gotten... See if I can find that later on. Have they ever gotten footage from... Like, Inside? Like, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, nah, they tried to send Dorothy up there. I know, it didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. But then they saw... Obviously, they saw these uh, mobiles, these uh, wind structures. Yes. And then they I, got a good idea. I guess tornadoes... Might be. I mean, they, they move so quickly, and they're so uh, you know they're not like a hurricane where there's clear. Where you can go into indication, a, yeah. and it stays for a long time. And the 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 size of it's so big, you can get inside of it. These are so small, maybe you can't get into the center of it. I went for a uh, hike slash walk in Ridley Creek State Park um, a few weeks ago, and there was a path of downed trees that to me looked like a tornado had touched down. And I don't remember any reports of that happening in our area or in Ridley Creek uh, State Park recently. But the way that it, all of these trees came down, it was right down to the actual creek, and it was along a, a flat walking trail. I'm curious as to whether or not, or how often, tornadoes touch down in our area and just don't go reported. Well, there are things like, Nick, know. Um, you know, um, avalanches and things that happen all the time that we are completely unaware of, and then someone happens upon it, and right. the damage, and says... We must. Something must have happened here. Yeah. It really. I, I don't like think it. it's. I don't think it's out of the realm of believability. Yeah, I just don't know if anything like that ever gets reported after the fact. You know, and, and so I'm, I'm curious as to if uh, anybody else knows what I'm talking about. So two fire nados in the California Creek fire, and one was a biggie, a biggie. All right, I noticed a follow up story that I have to share with you guys. The noticer just keeps on every story, and when a follow up arises, he reports it. I God, I love this man. <laughs> Are we learning something? This was I a have strong feelings for <laughs> very strong feelings for the noticer. And why wouldn't you? I have a mask and everything, man. Like an eye mask, like a superhero. <laughs> All right, so the other day I mentioned uh the guy Forrest Fenn, the, the dude who hid the treasure. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how and he's some, a perv. And how some people yeah, he was he was asking women to send <laughs> naked pictures to him. Uh, and how some people were curious as to whether or not it was a hoax. Right. Uh, that there was no buried treasure. He made up the fact that someone found it uh, because the person hadn't come forward. And you suggested, Preston, that when someone was questioning that story, all yes. of a sudden someone found it, supposedly. Well, the finder. Supposedly, I stand corrected. Supposedly. <laughs> uh, the finder, as they have called themselves now in a blog post posted uh, to Medium and said that it took them years of searching. So supposedly, Supp- supposedly, 
Uh, someone has come forward. Okay. But, have but have they, they been vetted and not that verified? I know okay. So uh, here's what they had to say, though. I'll read you the post. It said, the moment it happened was not the triumph in Hollywood ending some surely envisioned. It, felt, it just felt like I had survived something and was fortunate to come out on the other end. Um, like the, poop. The finder writes about their adoration for Fenn and how the challenge of finding the treasure helped them find their way through life. He said, in the few years before I had heard of Forrest Fenn, my confidence in myself had been totally destroyed. I like to think it aided me in finding the treasure without any self-confidence in my abilities. I had to stick to the evidence and not stray into hunches of speculation. But the finder says that the sense of purpose was shared by so many people, even those who were ultimately unsuccessful in the search. Huh. He said, sure, the treasure could only be uh, given to one person, the one who found it, but it inspired hope the world over and the joy of discovery for all those who got to go out and appreciate the wonders of the Rockies, he said. This is the this is the individual f- who supposedly, f- supposedly found it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, throughout the blog, the finder is careful not to identify themselves other than saying, I am a millennial and have student loans to pay off. And several lines are dedicated to Fenn's willingness uh, to help keep their privacy, even at the potential of hurting his own legacy. He said it's incredibly generous to leave a chest full of gold out in the wilderness for someone to find. It's a whole other thing to set aside one's driving desire for a legacy in order to protect that stranger. But here's the deal. I think that if this person's legit, I think you owe it to all those other people who got out there and the people who died trying to, you don't have to identify yourself, but maybe have pictures of the treasure chest. Of yes. the treasure itself. Yes. Indicate exactly where it was so these people can know how close or how far away they were from the thing. I think you owe it to them. I think that's part of the deal. I think you're right because uh, there's a lot of blood and sweat that went into this search for many people. So at least verify so that the... the uh, it doesn't continue where yeah. people think it's still out there. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they should. All right. Uh, following up to a story just a moment ago uh, is what we're going to do. The notice is following up to a story he just reported. I'm going to shoot. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's some callers, uh, Nick, about the tornado in okay. Ridley Creek State Park. So I'm going to go to Donna. Good morning, Donna. Hi. How are you? Good, Donna. What did you uh, want to tell us here? Uh, Nick was talking about the going into Ridley Creek State Park, and it looked like a tornado hit. It yep. definitely did hit. It was last September. We had a huge tornado come through, and yes, that's what it is. There it, you go. Uh, yeah, it was wicked. And if you go on to like go into the park from the Westchester Pike side, yep. it literally looks like a bomb was dropped. Like, yeah, the trees are gone. There's the no mistaking trees. it. It's a straight line of destruction. And uh, so, you know, but I didn't know that it was a year ago. I didn't know that it happened uh, in 2019 because it looks more recent than that. But um, obviously, it's not. Yeah, because I I actually live in the park now. <laughs> I live right across the street from it. And it was just yeah, I had a tree come through my house and everything. Oh my so, god! Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. So, tornado. Thanks for verifying that. Thank you, Donna. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, and a number of texters are are, uh, uh, chiming in with the same thing. So that was indeed a uh, tornado. And it happened, she said, last November, I think? Yeah, almost a year ago. Okay. Interesting. All right. What else I got here for you? Notice these things. More things from the noticer. Uh, I've noticed that, uh, well, I noticed this story online. Uh, and it is with the Manhattan Transit Authority. Uh, three tradesmen who work with the MTA 
allegedly boozed, napped, and watched TV inside a secret man cave that was built below the tracks at Grand Central Terminal. <laughs> I always wondered if there were, like, how many rooms and things that have long been forgotten in this elaborate yeah. uh, sort of, you know, ca- modern catacombs, so to speak, that are under there. You know, it's like that scene in Cloverfield where they... They go into a room and there's like a table and there's a, you know is that is that is it sort of the case down there? I believe it. Yeah, like I Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Absolutely, those heroes in a half shell lived underneath the city and they no uh, one knew, nobody knew when you <laughs> when you are you know because I I don't I rarely use a subway and uh, but when you do happen to get on it do you you look out the window I when do you're all going the time the tunnels I do all the time and see if you see you know something Chuds. like little, sometimes you'll see. Uh, like a light go by, yeah. and, and it was like a little office or something right. like that that's deep in the tracks. Was that a turtle? Uh, hang uh, on, Marissa. Yeah, uh, the orange line especially, there's an entire another subway area that's just empty. So if you're on the orange line, and that's like one level below the blue line, you can look down, and there's a whole other empty level down there. Well, also no. Like, People have to live down there or something. Well, right? and they do. In fact, yeah. there was a case within in, in the uh, the New York subway system, the Manhattan subway system, that they were find they were finding tons of homeless people who were right. living in these special uh, these areas that they had found and sort of commandeered. And then Marissa, as they build these tunnels, they will build parallel tunnels to move to excavate dirt out and remove. Right. And th- so they are there, sort of. Laying dormant. I'm just praying to get off of the subway as soon as possible, so I'm not really looking out the window. <laughs> uh, so I, I've always wanted to uh, to be able to go into a subway system and maybe kind of take like a walking tour or something like that. I think it'd be fascinating. Yeah. And you, you, actually, you could do it. You could do it on Ratback. On Ratback? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, sure. Yeah. Like uh, a tour. They, they, like going into the Grand Canyon. It's like donkeys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'd rather do yeah. a rat-drawn wagon or something <laughs> yeah, instead. A whole team of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah! yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would love that. Uh, so, yeah, these guys, investigators had discovered a lounge complete with futon, flat screen, <laughs> microwave, and refrigerator. Here comes yeah. the rat team. Yeah. And over there's where the chuds live. <laughs> yeah! Uh... Behind a plasterboard wall in an unused locksmith shop below track 114 in the station's lower level is where they found this. Uh, the investigators initially paid a, a supervised visit to the locksmith shop after concluding that uh, Metro North officials had failed to investigate two previous complaints about workers using the space to hang out and get drunk and party. Did you ever see the movie Relic? With the, no, uh, the I didn't. So the, the, these moth creatures and these... Yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, but they show a lot of that, you know, those those hidden tunnels, those secondary tunnels in the system. It's pretty wild. I like the Boy, idea of scene, the clubhouse, though. <laughs> that yeah. scene in Cloverfield where they do go down in right. there is terrifying. Oh, yeah. Man. It's so good. Uh, the three... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the three Metro North employees... you my regular Saturday night Cloverfield. A wireman, carpenter, yeah. foreman, and electrical foreman uh, who were not named due to ongoing disciplinary proceedings denied ever having been in the room, but... They left their fingerprints behind, and the evidence that they used to underground uh, in their underground hangout was overwhelming, they said. They found uh, wooden cabinets that appeared to be specifically designed to conceal the TV and futon, <laughs> along awesome. with a pull-out cot uh, sitting just outside the room. A half-empty beer was in the fridge. I am a little well. upset that uh, we—so you have your under-desk setup, your little, I do, your yes. little apartment, but I, and I sort of called out to any craftsmen or any contractors— 
who could up the game for you because <laughs> I, I I mean it's nice you have a you have a like a curtain that pulls I have I have a curtain yeah. I have a yoga mat I have yeah. a body pillow I have a blanket I have another little pillow that goes between my legs and uh, yes so I have you a, are Costanza yeah, but you know what, it's I not enough people people always tell me that yeah. what, what was that he uh, built he worked for the Yankees yeah. and he felt tired every day at work because he had a really <laughs> tough job. Uh, so he built a uh, an entire like little bed inside of his desk, so he could go and hide in his desk, take a nap, and pretend to work for the. He had an alarm day. clock and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do too. I was well, my phone. Yeah, uh, so I I pretty much have that. I literally have that set up. I think you need more. I think we need. I, I think we need some stuff I, there. I would a little, like a better mattress. A better mattress and yeah. a fold down TV. Uh, <laughs> Sleep Number has so. a uh, desk don't, mattress, don't they? I don't need a TV. Uh, I think you need a TV. But but the curtain is, the curtain was key. It's <laughs> absolutely. Sometimes I'll go in there and you'll be sleeping. and I have no idea. We yeah. filmed is... the whole video in I, there. Yes, we and did. Then all of a sudden I saw his feet. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I, I want more than a curtain. What I think you should have is is like a sliding. Like you know, one of those a com- compacting accordion type doors that slides across. I had I had heard you guys while you were starting to film that video, and I'm like, great. I fell asleep anyway. Oh my god! No, you yeah, didn't. Yeah, did I you? did. I was tired, man. <laughs> I was beat. Sometimes after the show, I'm exhausted, and a little a little thirty minute nana helps me out. <laughs> he so. gets fussy. <laughs> Even twenty minutes yeah. into it. Um, hang on, let me go to Eric, who is a former Amtrak police officer. Uh, good morning, Eric. Good morning. Hey, what's up, my man? So, uh, with the buildings being so old, and when they remodel, they don't quite, uh, you know, have to stay with the format of the building. So, it creates a lot of void areas, and um, there's lower levels that have since been filled in because of post-9-11 concerns, Mm. also structural concerns. So, you have all of these nooks and these crannies and all of these avenues for people to hide or even live in. Like we had a huge uh, homeless issue. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. People would, you would just find, and they would be like villages and then you're down there cleaning them out and body, you know, in the uh, full PPE body suits and stuff because wow. of the, the environment. But uh, yeah. So Eric was, was that part of your patrol to go in and, 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 you know, cause it's unsafe for people to be in there, obviously, mm-hmm. Uh, to to get in and and kind of kind of get people out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you don't want people down there living down there. So the areas that we knew um, were like a concern or a problem, we would routinely go in and make sure that nobody was down there. Uh, but, did Did you ever find any any corpses, anybody who had passed and just kind of left there? Fortunately, no, not in the buildings. So, okay, you know. Um, it, it, it reminds me, Eric, Eric and uh, Kathy, you know, um, Edinburgh, in Scotland. Yeah, that uh, underground. Th- there was a whole setup that they had built, and I forget what the original intent of these underground um, caves and enclosures were, but eventually what happened was is that the homeless population of the city moved down there. Mm-hmm. So you had this whole mm. underground Housing. population, mm-hmm. yeah, that lived in the dark. It's pretty, it's pretty horrendous. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, not a problem. All right, take care. I think it's in, it might be Minneapolis. Uh, it's somewhere Midwest and maybe further out west that has a complete sub-level of the city. I think you're right. Seattle. Is it Seattle? Uh, 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 there, there is, in fact, and no, Atlanta has it as well. When General Sherman came through, uh, there there was, and I took that tour as well. I took both the tours. Yeah, I took the underground Seattle, Seattle and underground Atlanta. I don't know if it still exists. But you would basically go through like a door in like a it's bar crazy. and you go down and there's a whole 
you know, some people think it's like it's like in Matrix where you can't. No, it's not yeah. like that. But there are lower levels of buildings. Yeah. And it's pretty wild. Yeah, Steve, with the Seattle one, essentially they just built the next level of the city on, up top, above, of on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was a whole existing city already, and then they just kind of built up on top of the old city, but they didn't get rid of the old city. It's a cool, it's a really cool yeah. tour. In fact, it's the subject of a, uh, the, there was the Night Stalker and the Night Strangler, and the murderer lives in the underground city in Seattle. Uh, it's called, we have the Wikipedia pages here, it's called Pioneer Square. Yep. Seattle, Washington. It is a uh, underground network of, of passageways and basements in downtown Pioneer Square, Seattle, Washington. Wow. Okay. All right. What else did I uh, notice this morning? The notice was on a roll today. Some really good stories. Thank you. I appreciate and that. I've fallen in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I noticed that uh, people can collect some pretty <laughs> silly things. Oh, the, the love music yeah. comes in. <laughs> Uh, and a Texas woman was awarded a Guinness World Record because she amassed a collection of 1,622 different varieties of lip balm. Uh, Chelsea uh, Jerebic of Lubbock, Texas, said her actual collection of lip balm includes more than 1,800 pieces, wow. but Guinness does not inclu- doesn't count duplicates, so the record was established as 1,622. The display is pretty cool. It almost looks like a, like a pop art. Yeah, you know, sort yeah. of thing. So she had mentioned in this it was her aunt who collected uh, Pez uh, dispensers. <laughs> my my dentist uh, has a Pez dispenser collection. At least he at least he did years ago. I went over to his house where our kids went to school yeah, yeah, together, yeah. and uh, he had had. I was really impressed with how cool it was. There's there was, a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, priest at my school, Father Choppy. Uh, he had a Pez collection, uh, and so this is back in 1992, 93. I wonder There's been now. a ton more since then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if this person has the Dunkin' Donuts lip balm. We just got that recently. And remember. my kids yeah. love it. They there do. are people mm-hmm. who, uh, we, as we have pointed out, develop an addiction to oh, yeah. lip balm. I, I had it. Yeah. Uh, did you really? So yeah. You had, you oh, had yeah. To constantly use it. Yeah, because what I, I couldn't go anywhere without it. It would be next to my bed. It would be in my purse. It would be in the car. I used it in college. I'm not even kidding you because we, uh, we didn't carry purses when we would go out with us because we would forget them places. <laughs> I would put it in my bra. I would put huh. the, the chapstick in my bra, so I would always have that. So the lip balm, from what I understand, I saw it was explained one time and how it can be somewhat addictive. Uh, you know how like nasal spray is, right, yeah. right. you know, it'll clear your sinuses, but then your sinuses close right back up and then yep. you want to open them back up. So you keep using it like that afrin over and over again. Sure. Lip balm. I had seen where when you put it on Kathy and if you have craps, you know, or craps, <laughs> if you have cracks in the skin of your lips, which are very, very, very tiny, that wax fills in those uh, cracks. And instead of allowing them to heal, it kind of keeps a gap in mm. there and so you keep reinforcing that oh, the more you okay. use it. Now it's I guess it's good for hydration, but it, in the wintertime when your skin gets a little brittle and dry and, mm-hmm. and cracks like that, <laughs> it can exacerbate it from, wow. from what I've heard. Now no, that seems to make sense. Speaking yeah. of craps, uh is it true that in the colonial times they actually used to stick horse manure on their lips so they didn't lick them? I heard that. What? Yes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, please look that up, Nick. I've never heard that one before. So so it would keep them from licking their lips. Yeah. Why did you want to keep from licking to your lips? To keep them from getting chapped. From getting chapped. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kathy, were you ever that sounds like to a practical that? joke to me. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever put a little like a, a like a little horse manure in your yeah. bra? No thanks. Oh. <laughs> Tell Gunther to rub 
horse crap on his lips. He'll, Just watch. Watch. He'll go for it. Watch this. Uh, okay. Nick is looking that up. I, I found a list of nine facts about horse manure. So oh, I'll you want to look at those? that? Yeah, and... Uh... Uh, let's see here. Manure by any other name. Horse manure your garden. If your face, if you fall face first in a pile of horse manure. Okay. <laughs> let's pause on number five. Let's read that one. Um, let's see here. Horse manure is unlikely to spread any disease to people, including bacterial problems with E. coli, which is killed in sunlight. Human and dog waste are far more likely to spread disease and parasites to humans. While it's unpleasant to find it on walking trails and other public places, it's not very harmful. It is, however, good manners for you to stoop, uh, to stop, and get the pile out of the way if your horse poops on a shared trail or parking lot. I've okay, never so seen anybody. Does it say asterisk? Rub it on your lips. Uh, no, it does not. Um, we're looking. Nope, I don't see anything about that. So. All right, hang on. There's something in here. Uh, All right. Uh, licking dry lips creates a vicious cycle. While saliva may make the lips feel better temporarily, it actually dries them out. We once received tongue-in-cheek home remedy for chapped lips. I was visiting my uncle's ranch one day and saw a ranch hand squat down, drag his finger through fresh chicken manure, uh, and smear it on oh his lips. Oh, my God. That actually works. He said, in a way, my uncle said, it'll keep you from licking them. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> it's just the uh, the crazy farm hand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I do? <laughs> I don't know. Here's a great way to cure body odor. Wow. All right. Um, mm, Anything else from the notice or well, Bruce's list? I, uh, uh, come on. Let me see one more thing, I think. Uh, hang on a second. All right. Yeah. I noticed this. He noticed something short. India has a problem with toilets. It doesn't have enough of them. And that means hundreds of millions of people in the country end up defecating outside, which can spread disease. So apparently this is a standard thing in India, taking a dump outside. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has sought to fix that longstanding issue through the uh, Swashi Bharat, or Clean India Mission, a centerpiece program for his government. It started in 2014 in his effort to stop open defecation through promotion of better hygiene practices and construction of millions of toilets. That's, that's a, listen, the word, you know the story of the longstanding story of the, the, the horrible conditions in the Ganges. Yes. And people would uh, will routinely go down and defecate into the river. Yes. Um, yeah, you, uh, it's, the diseases are horrendous. Well, they said that it's made huge gains so far, but many challenges remain. Poor hygiene practices like not washing hands after defecating are common in poor and rural communities, making right. these areas especially susceptible to disease. Um, so is the problem getting better? It says, yes, it is, but... There's still a very long way to go, and India is the number one country in the world for open defecation. What's the population of India? With over 344 million people without regular access to toilets in the country. I don't know what the population is, but 344 million don't have regular access to toilets. Over a billion, Steve. uh, It rivals China for number one and number two. Wow. If you've ever seen pictures of some of the areas, they're so overpopulated you can hardly wrap your mind around it. Uh, but anyhow, it says if you add up a numbers uh, two to ten, it still wouldn't come close to India's number showing just how big the problem is there, meaning worldwide. Right. 
Uh, let me see. There is some information about why. Here you go. How did India become the number one country for open defecation in the first place? Practice. Yeah. Overpopulation <laughs> and lack of sanitation infrastructure have contributed to this health crisis. Additionally, India has often failed to properly maintain public toilets after they're built. Cultural, be- cultural behaviors play a big role, too. Purity is an inherent part of toilet etiquette in India. According to common customs, toilets are often built outside the home and deemed unclean. They don't want it inside their house, okay? Okay, yeah. That means that many people in India still see open defecation as a more sanitary option than using a bathroom in or near the home. Wow. Uh, Because of this, even after the government builds new toilets for people, they will go unused, instead functioning as storage rooms. So culturally, it's just been deemed as unsanitary to do that inside your dwelling. Well, you know, here locally in Philadelphia, the history is they used to have, they used to put the the water closet yeah. uh, in line with the water supply of the house, and that caused all sorts of issues. Oh, yeah. And uh, the way that the, the uh, waste was shunted off away from the homes caused issues. Yeah. So um, is that yellow fever? I think it was the yellow fever outbreak that was uh, spawned by that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but that, I think it's something related to that. But yeah, this is this is a huge problem. So they're they're making gains. Yeah, they're making gains. They're really they're trying to. I mean, it's going to take a long time if it's a cultural thing. What if they make it a TikTok challenge? It, that, yeah, that, now you're talking <laughs> crap in the house. People are filing down their teeth yeah. and doing all kinds of weird stuff. Right? Is it too much to ask for? I'm going to put a toilet in my house. Poop inside yeah. the house. Yeah. All right, anyhow. Interesting things. I noticed them. Thought this you was would... a stellar noticer. Thank you. Sweetie. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. I got some bizarre file stories that I think you will enjoy, so make sure that you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Fine Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There is a video that we're watching right now on Instagram, courtesy of a gentleman who is apparently a fan of the President C show, and his Instagram uh, account is Philly Drone Shots. And this is from this morning, Marissa? This video is from this morning? Wow. wow. That's it's awesome. It's a drone video of Center City and the skyline. And it with, looks like uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, with the the clouds are very very low, and hence the the foggy uh, fogginess that we have. But if you take a uh, a drone up above this stuff, it looks like the city is coming up out of or, or like it's the Cloud City. Yes, yeah, in, in Empire. Wow, it's pretty amazing. Thank you, Philly drone shots, whoever you are. That's a great video. All right, the drone guy is Chris D'Antonio, drone photography. Love and it. I'm looking at his, uh, his there's some amazing uh, photos and videos here. 
uh, that he has done. If you're uh, if you're a Philly fan, you're gonna love this. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need to follow him. And cool. uh, speaking of Empire Strikes Back, I think it's in theaters this weekend. I think they're re-releasing it uh, in like some drive-throughs and uh, select theaters around the country. You, you mentioned the Cloud City, Steve, and I, I believe you're going to be able to. It might be tops of the box office on Monday because uh, Empire is going to be in a whole bunch of theaters around the country. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's neat. I like that. All right, um, let's do the bizarre file. We're ready to do it now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds was a terrible story. An elderly gardener died from a brain-eating amoeba found in soil. And this is the bizarre file part of it. After it turned part of his frontal lobe into a mushy liquid. Oh! According to researchers in Georgia, the 82-year-old man is believed to have uh, contracted the shape-shifting organism while potting plants at an unnamed location and was later struck by seizures. He was potting plants and got this? Yeah. Usually you get this kind of stuff if you go into like a pond or yeah, something. Yeah, like a lake pond, something like that. Like yeah, a pond the, lake? The man was first treated for bacterial uh, fungal and viral meningitis before becoming drowsy and suffering seizures. Researchers from oh Emory University in Atlanta said, yeah. He died nine days after being admitted to a hospital. An autopsy revealed an amoeba had turned parts of the man's dark matter into a mushy, watery debris known as liquefactive necrosis. Uh, uh, his I- cause of death was ultimately a rare infection of the brain and spinal cord generally caused by the species uh, as... It's something I can't pronounce. I don't so know. specifically, he's just potting plants. Yep. And this, how did this enter his body? Don't know. Do not know. He had previously suffered from blood cancer, but had been in remission for more than a decade. And wow. this thing got him. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Firefighters in Britain said crews from three towns spent three hours extinguishing the flames from a blaze that started with a 22-ton pile of chicken manure. The- oh, happy day. Yeah. So, if you've ever been by a chicken farm, yes, uh, I mean where they've got lot, you know, for for eggs and whatever, I'm there all goddamn day. Dear God, do they smell horrible? It smells Ch- horrible. Chicken poop is just horrendous. And can you imagine a twenty-two ton pile of chicken manure on fire? So <laughs> we've had smell like two. I think two huge st- uh, stories about chicken coops and chicken farms. Incinerating. There's been even more. We had a couple of them, and I quit reporting them because yeah. I'd already done it a few times. Where like hundreds of thousands of chickens burn. Is is the chicken crap sort of a fuel accelerant? Well, it can be. So, like other spontaneous combustion can happen when piles of manure can uh, be, become too large to allow heat to escape, and then they can they can ignite. Right. So it's not just chicken poop. I mean, it's happened with. Other kinds of manure piles. So, yeah, that can happen. What a manure yeah, chat on the show today. You know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. This is the second and Before trip. we start, start pointing fingers, yeah. it's not just chicken poop. <laughs> uh, officials said that it took about three hours to extinguish the fire. No injuries were <sighs> reported. Uh, some birds were not meant to be caged. Animal rescuers in Scotland are looking for the owner of a courageous cockatiel that surprised some fishermen who were boating 10 miles from shore. <laughs> wow. Uh, the bird... Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was found to be in good health, had landed on their boat for a mid-flight rest. They don't know where it came from, and it they were 10 miles out to sea, 
Uh, actually, here's a... Yeah, it's a cockatiel. It wasn't a cockatoo. I'm sorry if I say cockatoo. No, you did. see my I book. Uh, they named the bird Hee after the rooster in, Mo- in Moana uh, that stows away on her boat. I think... Or is it hi- It's H-E-I-H-E-I. Hi-E, hi-E. So, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Come here, Hee Yeah. Yeah. Can you sound like a little boy? Go play with bubbles. Uh, so... Uh, it's like Noah's Ark. Uh, if you thought that pooping on the subway was already explicitly banned, well, it's not. <laughs> but it will be soon, thankfully. The MTA board is opposing the new rule, which will ban defecation on the city's subways, buses, and transit facilities. There was no hard and fast rule, Steve. Uh, that's stunning. Yeah. You think that would have been in the first document they drew up? Well, the previous mandate called for a $100 fine for a passenger who created a nuisance, hazard, or unsanitary condition. While defecating is surely unsanitary... MTA officials are calling for more specific language because yeah. it's been happening. All right. Uh, Jamie Gagne won't accept anything other than an adjournment in contemplation of dismissal in their case. The 32-year-old man was in court and pleaded not guilty to publicly displaying offensive sexual material. This was related to the seven-foot carving of a penis that he placed on his front lawn of his home back in June. And it's quite impressive. He says people love the statue and would stop and laugh and take pictures. He even posted signs encouraging passersby to snap photos. Uh, the carvings went up, uh, Gagne says, as a sign of protest because he was and still is in a dispute with the town of Wilton <laughs> over plans for his workshop, which the town says aren't up to code. So they'd issued a stop work order. Uh, the town and some neighbors weren't amused by the statue. New York State Police arrested him a few days after he put it up, made him take it down, and charged him with public safety, uh, public display of offensive sexual material. Hey, hey, ho, ho, there's a large wooden penis on my lawn. After a series of delays, Gagne was in court on Tuesday to deal with the alleged code violations and the misdemeanor charge. The judge agreed with attorney's plans to give Gagne 30 days to show that he's making progress on his workshop. He was then arraigned on the criminal public display charge and ordered to return to in a month on that as well. Does it say with the specific issue what the workshop is? No, just that it's not up to code. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, he can certainly grind out a huge penis. Uh, in the meantime, the statue is now standing in Gagne's backyard out of the public view, so he's kind of hidden it for him. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Our friends from Godshall's Turkey Bacon are here, and they have given us some turkey bacon to give away. Uh, so I will take callers uh, 12 and 13, and I will give you six packs of coupons, good for six full-size packages of Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 215-263-WMMR, callers 12 and 13. Don't forget, Godshall's Turkey Bacon has 80% less fat and 100% smoky bacon taste. Make the switch to Godshall's. We'll take a break, and we will... Be right back. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, uh, real quick, I, I got this email from earlier this morning, and uh, it says, uh, "Hey, p- hope all is well." Preston got me 
this morning, busted out laughing while showing my ID card entering the base. Catherine Zeta-Jones' birthday today. Michael Douglas' throat cancer comes up and just about to show my ID card to the guard. And Preston says, does anyone ever think of that when they're down there? And I busted out laughing. I just had to explain it so they didn't think I was laughing at them. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day and weekend, guys and gals. And this is from a, uh, he's a master sergeant. I won't name him uh, in case he, you know, was embarrassed by that. But uh, thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. Uh, Do you mind... A shart out. Let's do it. This one was requested a while back, so far back that I said, you're going to have to email me again because I'll never get it when you want to have this. Is this the girl that then emailed me to remind me to remind you? I think so. <laughs> okay. Is it April? 10-year anniversary? Yeah, it's April Torres. Yeah. Is it now the 20-year anniversary? Uh, she said, yeah. good morning, Preston. You said to contact you closer to the date. Hopefully, I'm not cutting it too close tomorrow, meaning today. Is our 10-year anniversary. If you could give my husband a shart out, that would be awesome. His name is Miguel Torres. And he listens to you guys faithfully every day. I know Uh. this will make his day. There's not much that we can do with this pandemic, but we decided to take a drive to see the Balanced Rock in North Salem, New York on Saturday. Fingers crossed that will be a good trip. Is that the one that just... I I think it might be. What's the rock that just fell? I think it was called... Yeah, it was in... In Massachusetts. It was in Massachusetts. All right, never mind. All right, this is... Don't go to that one. Yeah. That uh, one fell over. It'd be a big uh, disappointment. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you in advance. So here you go. A shard out for Miguel from April. And congratulations on 10 years. Uh, here's another one that says, I'd like to request a big juicy shard out for my lovely wife, Gina. Our anniversary is October 2nd. So sorry, guys. I'm getting this out here now. It is October 2nd. Uh, okay. As far as you know. <laughs> uh, been together for 14 years. Married for 10 years, man. 10. 10. Wow, uh, yeah. We're both huge fans and listen every Ten day. 10 years, man. I love her with all my heart, and what could be better than a juicy shout out? I love you, my Gina. Love, Kebby. Oh, so, there's a shard. Kebby, he's spelled K-E-B-B-Y. His name is Kevin, though. He's from Kevin Planet. Your schmoopy. I Kebby schmoopy. <laughs> I love it. Gina Carmelo was the second girl to develop in elementary school. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to know. I, was, I did. Terry Donatio first. Terry Donatio, yeah. I remember her. Okay. Did I say that last Gina name or Carmelo. something? No. Oh. But it just brings back good memories. Oh, Friday. I love you, Gina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, where's the connection? And my dad's name is Cabby. Okay, there's no <laughs> Cabby. Uh, and Nick, uh, I got a couple more, but Nick, yeah. you wanted to do a shout out. I was at uh, the Bud Light giveaway that we did last night. We're going to do them every Thursday in between now and the end of the football season. And I met two great people, Charlie and his wife, Gia. Not Gina, Steve, Gia. Memories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, they were so cool. And so Connor and I got to go. We dropped off the Bud Light and a whole bunch of other prizes. And uh, if That's you wanna, so awesome. If you want to enter the contest, it's on the contest, uh, contest page on WMMR.com. But they were so nice, and they gave us prizes. And really? So, yeah. So uh, Preston, he ends up, he works for um, Jack Dell. So he gave us these Dell Toyota <gasps> oh, shirts. Sell them for less. Yeah, yeah. You finally have it. I know. So um, so uh, Charlie and Gia, they just invited us to the backyard. It's all socially distant, and, and everything was really safe. But they just could not have been nicer, and I just wanted to extend my gratitude to them uh, for the prizes that they gave us on a, on a you know a contest for us taking stuff out of them. Well, quick shout-out to Susan and Billy, who uh, Connor met me over at their house in Newtown Square before that. Newtown Square, right? Yep. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and they were just so excited. Like, they greeted us in the driveway, and she had a whole little setup. And she won a Carson Wentz signed jersey from Bud Light Seltzer. Nice. Like, that's that, – we pulled it out of the bag. I was like, oh, my God, you won that? Like, aren't aren't you glad the Bud's, Bud's doing this? Because, yeah. obviously, there's – normally, we'd be, you know, in, in bars and stuff, and there'd be the, the big event. And they're always yeah. so popular – it was so popular with the listeners 
that they wanted to do something that would at least get us some of the way there. And so this thing is a great idea. You couldn't see it because I had a mask on the whole time, but I had a huge smile. It was the first time we had been out like this right. since February. So you need it. Great experience. Oh, awesome. Uh, another shout out uh, says Gedzooks, longtime listener from Malta, New Jersey, relocated to Southeast Kansas four years ago. And you guys still save my rides uh, to and from work with the podcast. I catch at least the first hour of the show, hour and a half every day. Wow. Uh, can I get a shout out to Ed in Kansas? Much appreciated. So there you go, Ed. There, Thanks for listening abroad. We appreciate it. Um, this says, good morning, jabronis. Uh, I would love you gave a shout out to my love, the love of my life. Uh, my name is Sean and hers is Shaniqua. And we got married October 4th. So it would be awesome if it was on October 2nd. Ah, damn it. Sorry. She's the smartest, most beautiful woman that I know, and I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with her. Thanks, guys. So here's a chart for Sean and Shaniqua. There's love out there, Preston. There's a lot of love out there. And then this one is from Rick to his wife, uh, Michelle. This is a shout-out from my wife, Michelle, in Allentown. She's feeling a little down right now. I wanted to do something to cheer up for five minutes. Uh, she's a daily listener to the show. Either live or on podcast, and loves the whole crew, especially Casey. Aww, that's uh, me. She's the owner of her own catering company that was running great until COVID hit and took away all of her corporate business. <sighs> the past six months have been tough in more ways than one. And on top of that, her best friend is moving to Vegas. Oh, I just want to let her know I love her. I love her. our kids, love her, and that we will get through this no matter what it takes. I L M W Rick. Exactly. Yeah. I um, love my wife. My wife. Ah. Or Michelle. No, it's Or that's a launch code. All right, anyhow. (laughs) Shart, please. Let's give a full one, Casey. Oh, you want to do a full one? To fight depression. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah! It is I Love My Wife, I-L-M-W. But if you put an F on the end, it would be I Love My Wet Farts. (laughs) So you could we let's could do that as well. Yeah, that. I love my wet farts. Who would love their wet farts? No one. Nobody. Did you see? Uh, and I, even Casey doesn't like wet farts. There's what you know. Jerry Nadler. Are you familiar with Jerry Nadler, the, the senator? No. No. Nope. Okay. So he's an older gentleman. And he's had some issues, uh, but there's a, 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 a bit like uh, health issues. Yeah. Yes. And okay. he's uh, there's a footage floating around, and everyone is trying to determine. It looks as if he sharts. And, and uh, you know, people are, are aware of his health issues, but it does have that sharp look as oh. he steps away from the podium. Yes. I think we've all done that dance. Oh, We're looking man. at video right. right now. You you have to keep your legs close together. And that's what he's doing. Slowly. Yeah. Oh, that looks awful. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Now, could, it could could possibly not be that and other right. things, but there that was, that was the... And people were trying to be respectful, but everyone, I think, <laughs> right? <laughs> By the way, there, there are videos going around right now, and it's usually uh, associated with people that are lifting weights. And usually it's like a leg press or something like that. And you see the guy doing a leg press, and then he farts. I'm just letting you know that it's not real, that people are... I, it's the same fart sound same effect. Fart. Casey and yeah. I, were we were csi in it the other <laughs> right, day. Right, right, right. And it's and it there it's a really big juicy fart. Yep. Listen, we've heard a lot of farts in our we lives. We sure have. We yeah. use them daily. Yes, we're pros. They, they clearly are, it's they're doctored. Now I only watch maybe three videos with you. So yeah. That said, is many. it funny? Yeah. 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 Uh, there was one that was real. I saw the other day of a of a gal in a yoga pose, and the instructor <laughs> had to push her down further, and she yes. she farted. 
and everybody in the room started laughing. Oh. So that you was know, legit. Real. Okay. That was, that That's was awful. Real. You, you know what? Right. I will send the fart to Marissa. All right. And then she'll <laughs> send she it on to the this. FBI. <laughs> No, but she, she'll uh, isolate the audio so you can hear. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, yeah, Kathy, I know you giggled and and uh, or kind of commiserated because in in yoga you're doing these stretches and your body gets in position and sometimes they squeak out. And if you're taking a class, it's funny. I mean, you know, it can be. It was the same way in Krav Maga. Actually, even it's uh, funny if it's not you. When I did Taekwondo <laughs> yeah. too, same thing. Somebody always farted. Always farted because you're stretching, you're moving your body in certain ways. It's going to happen. Your legs are behind your head, literally, at yeah. some points. You're yeah. ready to smell your own farts. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, one of the great gym pieces of footage, and it's it, it was super popular when it first came out, is a dude doing deadlifting. Yep. And after he does the deadlifting, he goes, Aah! and he like strains even yeah. further, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the man. Yeah. And then he just peace <laughs> plants oh, because all the out. blood. Yes. Wow. Yeah, those uh, you got to watch that stuff. Those workout ones are great. Here, here I, it is the uh, the the classic. You're watching the, we're watching the guy lift the weight up, all right, and he's like super thrilled with himself, and he says uh, yeah, the weight goes up, and yeah, and he walks and he just oh god, oh, oh, oh dude, man. his face hit the dumbbells. I hate oh, that stuff, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to see that again. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to well. see that again. Uh, the the funny uh, gym ones too are. People using the equipment improperly. It, oh my it's God. hilarious. There was a guy on the Smith machine, yeah. who, you know, with the cables. You have yeah. one at home. Yeah. And so he's like running forward and letting and, and going down and letting the weights pull him back up. Like that's an exercise. Right. Like like this bizarre pulley thing that he thinks, got to get three more in. Those are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. do you want to hear the uh, the fart? Yeah, oh, okay. If, yeah. if we've got it, this yeah, is we- from the videos that, uh, that Casey noted. <laughs> this is all of the audio or just the fart? Well, anyway, I'll well, let's see. It's a real watery one. Yeah, yeah. Back it up, Case. One more time. Oh! Oh! Now, I don't know what they were... There were people exclaiming in there. That guy was going, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Maybe, that's a, maybe that was the real one, and then they took it and put it in other videos. Maybe. It's possible. But it was a... Real soupy sounding. <laughs> you just can't yes. trust your fart footage these days. No. It's too easy to doctor. It's what the world has come to. Which not not to start a discussion, but I I watched uh, the Social Dilemma last night. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Netflix. Wow. Yeah, you liked it. Scary. I've heard great things about it. It's excellent. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very very well done. Right. But it's a it's an eye opener. Of course. Watch it if you get yeah. a chance. Uh, I'm gonna do a butt plug. Oh, speaking of farts, okay. and might as well stay yes. down below the belt. Stuff like that. This is a charity mention. Uh, this is from Sean uh, McNally. He said, hey, this Saturday is the fourth annual Mudding for Mutts adoption. He said, I dropped the ball on this as it uh, has been a rough year. Uh, and with my father passing a new job, all the other crap going on in the world, if you get time to plug the event, all the money raised uh, gets handed directly to the rescue. Rescues in attendance, which is 9 this year. The event is 9 to 12 at uh, Jeff Daniels Jeeps. That's out my way in Harleysville. Uh, so he says, thanks, man. Hope all as well. So that is this Saturday, and it will be from 9 till 12. So yeah, all the charity's taking a hit. 
Little plug a Rooney there. Yeah, most people are doing uh, the virtual thing. And yeah. You can, you can still donate to the, and, and obviously, you know, money is an issue for everybody right now, but if you want to, you can you can help out. I was chatting with the, the winners last night about Camp Out for Hunger because they wanted to help out, and they're saying, you know, how can we do it this year? It's like, well, we're, we're doing it. You know, it's uh, two weeks earlier than normal, um, and people will be able to stop and make donations. We're just going to do it differently than we've done it in years past, so it's mm. still happening. Um, can I try this thing out I mentioned earlier? Let's Steve? do it. Yeah, it's kind of a it's it's a it's a contest of sorts, but um, I'm I'm going to do it. With, but also with, a test of sexual prowess, <laughs> if you want to call okay, it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, no, it's about advertising slogans. I forgot what slogan there was. I may have done a uh, a stupid question as an ad slogan recently, and I, I then I, I was like, man, I wonder how good I would be at uh, at picking out slogans. You say the slogan. I named the the company or the the product. Well, we just had a slogan: "Jack sell them for less." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's a that's a slogan, a local slogan. But they they kind of get imprinted on your brain. And so I I didn't have anybody to test me. It's like the you know the, yeah. the trivia game that nobody ever wants to play with me. <laughs> uh, so Preston so Ellis and slogan game that no one wants to play with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to play you guys okay. and right. see who's right. the best. All right. I, this is not a contest for listeners. I want to test you guys because God knows we hear enough commercials. We it's do. part of what we do is listen to commercials because if you think you hear stuff a lot listening to MMR, we hear it much more than you do. We do. Um, so I want to try you guys out on this. So if you know the answer. Okay. Just, I don't know. Everybody doesn't have a buzz in thing. Well, then just smash your head on the microphone. Okay. <laughs> hit the hit. <laughs> Are you going to find sound effects, Casey? <laughs> we got them. We got, don't we have our buzzers over there? Man, we have a lot of crap in this studio. Marissa's going to get them right now. We All do right. have those little, but they, they don't, I, w- I wish they were noisier. I wish they were louder. They're not you know bad. What I mean? Thanks, okay. Casey. Well, Casey's getting, okay, Nick is getting the uh, no, slide the whistle. slide whistle. I hate the slide whistle. <laughs> you hate the slide whistle? I do. Well, you don't know what the slide whistle no. did to him. Uh, Marissa, here. Those are not bad. Just hold the speed. <laughs> you got to hold here, or- How could you hate that? Uh, you like the buzzers better? That's good. I, I mean, we could just answer. You could just say the answer? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not as much fun. Oh, no, come on. I got to slide oh, this okay. one. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, this will be you. you. Or do you want to do the... Casey wants to do the... Okay. I'll hit the edge of the Pick your own noisemaker. Here, how about my this, Preston? Okay. No, I won't hear that. All right. Uh, All right. You Steve, you're using your bell. My bell. <laughs> Kathy, you're using what? My voice. Okay. What the hell is that? Um, it's very annoying just, that voice. Kathy, just say, <laughs> Kathy, just say me. Got yeah. it. Okay. 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 All right. So I will. I will give you the slogan, and if you know the answer, uh, then buzz in. Here we go. Let your fingers do the walking. Nick. Yellow pages. That's correct. Yes. Uh, now somebody's got to keep score. Connor. Okay. Keep score. Yeah. All right. He's not doing enough. All right. How about this? The ultimate driving machine. Casey. BMW. That's correct. Nice. Well done. How do you spell relief? Uh, that was Nick. Nick. Rollades. Sure? Rollades. Well done. Jeez. Uh, well, I mean, in Bible school, it was J E S U S. J is just for asking. E is for easy. S for salvation. U S for us. I need the slide whistle. Oh. How do you spell relief? J E S U S. 
Love it. Wow. That's how we did it. Chamber did Jesus Church. himself write that? Um, I'm pretty sure somebody else. I think it was Peter. Yeah. Simon Peter who wrote it for him. Peter, hey, can, can you write me something? Can you give me some uh, some filler music, some uh, contest yeah. music? Do you want yeah. that, uh, like the, uh, the, the beastie thing that we always do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me a couple like of those. I like that. Okay. And uh, just to, to fill it out a little okay. bit. Now, some of these are, those were pretty easy, the ones that I gave you. Some oh, of them now are, we're going to get real. A little bit more tough. All it's right. like the real world. How about this one? Life's good. Steve. Oh. LG? Yeah! Yeah! Oh, of course he got that Whoa. one. <laughs> Which I yeah. never knew that's what LG stood for. Or I wow. assume that's what LG stands yeah. for. I don't really know. Well, I think well it's just done. a slogan. I don't I don't think the LG actually stands for it life. It does. Good. Life is good. I don't know. Yeah. No. Okay. It's All a right. Korean company, yes. Now Nick's got to look at it. Ha- I have many OLED sets in the house from LG. Uh, yeah, Lucky Gold Star. Okay. Formerly Lucky Gold Star. But and I now? Guess they, they just took the LG... Now it's known as LG. Yeah. And uh, so they, they kind of added that in there. Okay, shut up. Ah! Come Here on. Here we go. Once you pop, you can't stop. Oh. Casey. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know this yeah. one? Go ahead. Go, no, go no, ahead. No, no, go, go. Oh, I can't no, no, no. remember. Can I, can I guess first? Go ahead. Go ahead. She said, oh. Uh, I, I actually, I think I'm wrong. I was going to, and I, I don't want to say it because I feel like you're going to have it, but I was going to say goldfish, but it's not. Nope. Jurex no. condoms? No. <laughs> M&M's? Pop? Oh, Marissa. Hold on. Marissa, Wait, Marissa outside the studio. Saying? I mean, I need to get this one. It's Pringles. Yeah, I'm right. Oh. oh, yeah. The Pringles Wine Company. Do you want to play, Marissa? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm keeping score over here. Okay. Right. What about right. Connor? We told Connor to do it. Oh. <laughs> I asked him if he was, and he didn't answer me. He's, I was getting he's... a kazoo for Kathy. Do you want a oh, kazoo? Oh, I am not putting something in my mouth. They're brand new. <laughs> yeah, How many times about right? Yeah. Wait, Do you, you want that? me to get COVID? That's that's Thanks, that's Marissa. that's when Dennis finally realized what he gotten into. Mm-hmm. It's all right. They've been in a box since before COVID started. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Here's the next one. Be all that you can be. Nick. The Army. U.S. Army. Army. United, United States yeah. Army. That's correct. Yes. Uh, it's everywhere you want to be. God damn it. Steve. American Express? No. Nick. Visa. Yes. Uh, wow, Nick is killing it. Uh, Casey, you're too late. Yeah, come on, man. All right, how about this? Right, get ready for everybody to buzz in. Where's the beef? <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah. Well done. All right, Casey got it. We make money the old-fashioned way. We earn it. Oh, this uh, Steve, is John Houseman. You remember yeah, those I, commercials? I couldn't have told you the answer. We earned it. The old way. We earned we it. Earned it. We earned it. Is it Smith Barney? Holy cannoli. Nick yeah. is correct. You're killing it, Nick. What is Smith Barney? It's uh, a, an investment firm. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about this one? Makes quitting suck less. Kathy, you suck less. Doesn't <laughs> 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 suck at all. <laughs> Casey. Is it Nicorette? It is oh, Nicorette! Oh, very nice. All right, how about this? The world's online marketplace. It's <laughs> <laughs> piercing. Casey. Uh, is it Amazon? It is not. Okay. Steve. eBay? eBay! Hey! Damn it. One for Morrison. All right, here's one you haven't heard in a little while. Hello, Moto. Steve. Motorola? Yes, Motorola. Uh, how about we try harder? We wet. <laughs> oh, I know that. You an idiot. Oh, um, uh, 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 Avis? Yes, yes. Avis. Wow. Damn, you're good. Because they they were, I think, second the, to deals, they yeah. were second in yeah. rentals, and so they used that in their advertising slogan, which was brilliant. Then actually. I think Alamo was, we try when we're hard. <laughs> <laughs> it tested well. Yeah. If we're hard, we're trying. <laughs> 
Okay. How about this one? The real thing. Nick. Well, oh, that was Steve. Steve. Coke? Yes, Coca-Cola. That's correct. All right, everybody, get ready. Uh-oh. Kathy, get Uh-oh. your mouth ready. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Finger licking good. <laughs> KFC. Go ahead, Kathy. Yeah, KFC. Go. Yeah. All right, you all got it. Point for everybody. Yay. All the way around. Chicken for everyone. I, it keeps going. And oh, Steve, ever ready? Ever ready? No, incorrect. Everyone. Energizer. Energizer, Energizer that's right, yeah. yeah. All right, do you have to rebuzz in or is it? Yeah, you oh, do. Whatever. Yeah, the oh, they just got it. All right. International Everyone rules. use their mouth. All right. <laughs> you have to rebuzz in. We're playing an ad <laughs> slogan game. Play along at home. Okay. There's the home version, the home press and the yeah. version. Uh, how about this? There is no substitute. I Jif- did, Jiffy? I did know this one. You got to buzz Kathy, in. Me, me. Oh. Jiffy? Woo-hoo. No. <laughs> wow, man. You're horrible at this. Jiffy? No. <laughs> what is it? Casey. Jiff? No. Okay. Because it's, it's not Jiffy. Jiffy. It is Jiff. It's Skippy. It's, 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 it's Spiffy. Well, Jiffy Pop. Is it Spiffy? <laughs> Biffy. Jiffy. The only reason I know the answer to this one is from the movie Risky Business. And uh, Tom Cruise's character, Joel, outruns Guido the Killer Pimp in his father's car. Yeah. And he stops and he goes, Porsche. There is uh, no substitute. Uh, okay. Well, that's I want to go on that one. All right. How about this one? When it absolutely positively has to be there. FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> Steve got there. That's right. All right. How about this one? Between love and madness lies obsession. Steve. Oh, okay. No, I thought it was obsession. It is not. Casey. <laughs> is it obsession? <laughs> Calvin Klein. Yes. Right, obsession is made by, by Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein. So I would have gone with the with the actual product as opposed to the manufacturer. Yeah. Yep. All right. The happiest place on earth. Casey. Disney World? No. Disneyland. All right. Yeah. Disneyland. No, it's, it's uh, yeah. I guess it's Disney World, Disneyland, take Disney World, Disney products. Same thing. Um, I'm loving it. Oh, that's easy. I heard Casey. Uh, Burger King? No. McDonald's. You did that did on you purpose. do that on purpose? No, I, I messed up. Sorry. Steve. McDonald's. <laughs> Steve gets it. Can't take an incorrect answer. Yeah. Casey. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Wait, every, too much of what we have between the flutophone and the slide whistle, <laughs> it's, it's almost difference. impossible well, to distinguish. I'm, I'm using a different use, a di- use the guitar. I'm using a, I'm using <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. But I'm using a, I'm trying to do a different note. What okay. note are you? Uh, C major. Okay, yeah. See, I'm D minor. <laughs> All right. Here's your next. It's the ad slogan game we're playing here. When you care enough to send the very best. Uh, Steve. FTD? Uh, no. No, Hallmark. Yes, Kathy oh, got it. Nice. She didn't buzz in, though. I did. I said, oh, uh, yeah. No, that's not what she was. It's any noise that uh, comes out of my mouth. Are you sure you don't want a noisemaker? No, any noise that comes Get, out, of, out of my mouth. No, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> we were just talking about this the other day. When Kathy makes a noise, ignore it. <laughs> here we go. Melts in your mouth, not. M and M's. I thought I heard Nick come. No, first. he didn't. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. Let's go to the footage. M and M's. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, let, let's get one. We all have the same instrument right, God, and just yeah, pick I'm a different good. note. Get something else. He's the best guitar player in the world. <laughs> What's right. that from? That's from the Wedding Singer. Okay. All right, now this now the game changes. Yeah, so you got to play a chord or a note. All right. Well, I'm going to do a chord. If you're doing a C, I have to do a D. Right. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Okay. Get ready. Now the game is going to change. Now at you at home will be able to keep track of who's winning. All right. Here's the next <laughs> slogan. 
Nothing says loving like something from the oven. Nick. Pillsbury? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you're good at this. Watch a lot of TV. All right, how about this? Now, this one I did not know. Quality never goes out of style. Oh, me. Kathy. Comfort in? No. Mm. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Uh, it is a clothing company. Mm. NASA? <laughs> <laughs> a clothing I'm sorry, that's company. Incorrect. Okay. Casey. Levi? You're right. Levi. Uh, good. Kathy, get ready for this. Okay. I think you got this. Right. The snack that smiles back. Me. Yeah. Goldfish. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she, she even buzzed in right. All right. So easy a caveman can do it. Casey. Geico. Yep. I got like eight slogans. Yeah, you're right. Some yeah. of these some yeah. of these have multiple slogans, like McDonald's, Coca-Cola. Yeah. They've all had slogans throughout the years. How about this? The way a sandwich should be. Casey. I don't know. <laughs> Nick. Subway. Yes. Yeah. I disagree. With my correct answer? No, with the slogan. Oh. Oh, he, th- he thinks they should be vertical. They Thank should, you. Yeah, they should eat them in a different manner altogether. Yeah. All right. You're in good hands. Steve. All Steve. Yep, that's correct. Think outside the bun. Ooh, Nick. Nick. Taco Bell. Yes. One for Nick. Proud as a peacock. Steve. I have no idea. By the way, NBC. Yes. Oh, NBC. NBC. Yep, exactly. This one's going back. Oh, what a feeling. Steve. Oh, I just lost it. Okay. I, I resend that. Okay. What a oh. Nick. Toyota. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Damn, wow. dude. All right. A couple more here. I lost my place. Here we go. Oh, obey your thirst. I Which which particular soda is it? Obey your thirst. Is it? Um, I'm not telling. Huh. Just give us the answer. <laughs> Nick. Sprite. Yes. Yeah. If you hadn't said that, Steve, I wouldn't go. All right. Every kiss begins with K. Steve. I was going to say K. Uh, K. K. Jewelers. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Jewelers. All right. Here we go. Some of these have the, uh, the, the right, name of the, the company. But then I screwed up with Obsession. Uh, and then the last one I have, and then we're going to do a bonus round. All right. Uh, do the do. Steve. 7-Up? No. no. Mountain Dew. Casey, Mountain Dew. How could I have screwed that up? What is the score so far? Marissa, can you ask Connor to uh, Seriously? reveal that information? <laughs> Don't get too close to my microphone. <laughs> so wow. Kathy has three. Casey head. has nine. Steve has 11. Damn. And Nick has 13. Wow. Okay, so it's close to nine. All right, I bet it all. It's do or die time. Okay, so those are the ones that I thought were gettable. Other ones I've never heard before. So I want to try these harder ones on you and see if you guys uh, can get some of these correct. Squirt the pillow. Uh, I don't know that one. All right, how about this? Let's make things better. Hmm, let's make things better. Casey. Oh, uh, GE. No. You guys don't know. It's Phillips. Ah. I didn't know that. All right. Live in your world, play in ours. Steve. Uh, Sony PlayStation? Yes. Well nice done. Work. Well done. Uh, some of these have the product names. That's why I skipped them. Um, how about this? Where do you want to go today? I do know this, uh, but I don't know it. And that's the conundrum that is me. 
Where do you want to go today? Three hmm. seconds. I think I'm going to say... Nick. Steve. Nick. Yahoo. No. It is Microsoft. 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 Yeah, yeah you were going to say that. All right, how about this one? Because you're worth it. Oh. Come on, Kathy. This is right in your wheelhouse. Yep. Nick. Jordash. No. Floral and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what is it? Because you're worth it, baby. <laughs> Casey. Is it Pinocchio's Pizza? No. <laughs> Damn it. Guppies? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to start staying in the places I like to go to. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kathy, it starts with an L. Is it the Four Seasons in Philadelphia? <laughs> L. L'Oreal. Yes. Oh. oh L'Oreal. That doesn't count. Case. Oh, it doesn't count. count. Yeah. It counts. Uh, <laughs> connecting people. Connect four. No. Match.com. Nope. Connecting people. Come on, guys. You know this. I one. told you these are hard. Nick. AOL. No. Oh, damn it. You want to try? No. No, no. It's Nokia. Oh. Nokia. Yeah. Um. What is this? No, that's no, no that's stupid. Who dead? Um. Yeah, some of these are like, please don't squeeze the Charmin. I mean, they okay. say uh, the Charmin. 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 Um, Got that one. All right, how about this? I'm, I'm going to leave off the last line as the name of the product okay. leading up to it. Kathy, I need your attention okay. here. Right, come on. Maybe she's born with it. Oh, me. Kathy. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Closing the gap. How about Think Small? <laughs> Nick. IBM? No. Think Small. Oh, it, IBMs think different. It's automotive. Casey. Mini? No. God damn it! It <laughs> was a nice chord, though. Small. Steve. Volkswagen? Yay! Yes. Well done. Huh. Uh, impossible is nothing. Huh? Impossible. This is for the company, yeah. Is nothing. Impossible is nothing. That's stupid. That yeah, is very is stupid. Is. And it doesn't even make sense. It's Adidas. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't remember stupid. that. Stupid. Um, the miracles of tomorrow. I told you guys these were harder. Uh, miracles of tomorrow. Three seconds. Nope. Nah. Uh, no. No? Huh? No, I read the wrong thing. Okay. Oh, it's the miracles of science. Tomorrow. No, and then the one below it is when there is no tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> the miracles of science. It's DuPont. DuPont, okay. When there is no tomorrow is strychnine. No, that's FedEx. (laughs) Oh, that's a terrible slogan. All right, how about this? Pleasing people the world over. Hookers. (laughs) You got to buzz in. I'm sorry. Damn right. (laughs) What is it? Pleasing people the world over. World over. Mm. It shows you the importance of a good slogan. Holiday Inn. Is Holiday Inn, of course. They're pleasing people the world over. Now, I didn't know this one. You guys might know this. Stronger than dirt. Oh, uh, stronger than dirt. <laughs> I remember the commercial. Yeah. Stronger than dirt. Stronger than dirt. Uh, is it? Yeah. Mr. Clean? No. Um, Wait, which product did he endorse? Or Mr. Clean is the product. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> well, fortunately, what products am I endorsing? <laughs> I'm Ronald McDonald. What products am I endorsing again? How about McDonald? Is it Ajax by yeah. any chance? It is Ajax. All right. Oh! Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right uh, Steve, this one's specifically for you. Okay. I doubt you know the slogan, but it does. This is close to your heart. 
Power, beauty, and soul. Power, be- that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> <clears throat> Power, beauty, and soul. No, you admire this product. Oh, I admire this product. And it is an automotive product. Audi? No. <laughs> is it Aston see. Martin? It is Aston Martin. Oh, oh wow. Man. What else here? Um, solutions for a smart planet. Casey. GE? No, Nick. Yeah, yeah. IBM? Yes, IBM. All right, we'll just do, let's do two more, okay? We'll 20 more and then we'll be good. Yeah, we can. <laughs> no. I've got tons of them here. We don't have the time. Okay. Now, this one what I didn't. What slogan is that? <laughs> we don't have the time. The Bad Watch Company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time it is. Don't ask us. <laughs> We don't have the time. Uh, what are you looking at? <laughs> All right, no, here it is. American by birth, rebel by choice. Oh. Nick. Cannon. No. Is Casey. it Indian? No. God damn it. It's Indian? Motorcycle, Indian Motorcycle Company? No. Say it again. Something like that. What is it again? American by birth, rebel by choice. Okay, Steve. Harley Davidson? Yes. It is motorcycle. It is motorcycle. I chose the wrong motorcycle. All right, last one. Share moments, share life. Steve. Kodak? Yeah! yeah. Nice. Good job, Steve. Well done. All right, let's see if uh, Steve and Nick are tied after all of that. And if so, I'll have to get a tiebreaker here. Um, Connor, what you got, man? So Kathy came in last with five. <laughs> oh. Yes. Casey came in third yes. with 13. Steve, Nick, Nick had 15. <laughs> yep. Steve. 19. Oh! Oh, Morrison! Pull it out the last minute. Pulls it off. Whipped it out. I, there were a lot of these that I did not know. Um, you gotta play that final whistle, Steve. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There were there were a bunch of uh, really interesting ones, but I, that were just a little too obscure. But uh, all right. There's, there's that was fun. Thank you. Like, did you like that? Yeah, I, did. I that thought fun. you guys might want a game to play yourselves. On a Friday morning. So. It is fun. And it, w- that's why a lot of times we'll reverse the thing. And, like, you never get to play the game. Let's... Yeah, somebody come up with a game that I can play, please. Yes. All right. What was the Thank last you. one we did play where... Best in well, the, Yeah, Rock, rock Trivia game. game. Yeah, yeah. Rock, I do get to play it, but I love playing uh, playing games. So we can either give that to Steve or if Steve wants to give his prize to the listener. I want to give my prize to the listener. Okay. All right. Well, here's what I have. A $50 Dunkin' gift card to celebrate National Coffee Day, which is Tuesday, oh. September 29th. We'll take caller number 25 at 215 263 and this year we're calling it National Dunkin' Day. Wake up, drink Dunkin', and be awesome and celebrate National Dunkin' Day September 29th with a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase. America runs on Dunkin'. 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. Uh, in a little while we'll do some more uh, Godshalls turkey bacon giveaways. You can get a sneak preview of the new Godshalls ad with Brian Westbrook at Godshalls.com, by the way. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. Uh, I saw this interesting um, Reddit thread. I think it was on uh, Reddit. 
of uh, uh, Par- BuzzFeed. Oh, it was BuzzFeed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, sometimes BuzzFeed takes Reddit threads oh. and then they put them on there. But anyhow, this may have been going on. directly from BuzzFeed. But um, parents have shared the creepiest things their kids have ever said. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's it's pretty weird stuff. You're sometimes kids will just say something randomly, and you'll be like, "Where?" Did that come from? Well, you you think of like classic horror movie, you know, yeah. like they're here uh, from Poltergeist and or uh, the the twins and the uh, the Shining, yeah, uh, or just things when you know kids, you know, are always the go to, the first to notice things, yeah. So like, I don't generally normally believe in like ghosts and spirits and all that stuff, but if there were, I think that children would probably have like a maybe. A connection or a sense, a closer connection or sense and we, to it. We we that's predicated a lot on just pop culture that's, that tells us that's the case. Mm. What do you think? Why, why do you think that is? Because if that were the case, uh, because they are children and they're younger, they are closer to the source. Does that make any sense to you? They're as, more vulnerable. Like they they're open to uh, to allow that. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Uh, no, but. Because they just came from heaven. They just came from... That's what you're saying. Why? They still got heaven all over them. I didn't call it heaven. I said the source. Okay. Well, anyhow, I I kind of... Isn't the source fortune offs? Whatever the origin is, Casey kind of feels that that's the other side. Right. If that were the case, maybe. What about people who are on death's door? Same thing. As well. Dude, listen. Yeah. And I think people between life and death also have a lot of... (laughs) Most people write yeah. smack in the Just middle. anybody, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they're, they're in that null zone, you know. All right, anyhow, you want to hear some of these or not? Yeah, that's here. You're going to shut up or what? Here's one that says, uh, <laughs> when my husband was deployed, my two-year-old slept in my bed with me. One night, he pointed next to me and whispered uh, that there was a monster there. And I said, it's okay. Whenever you feel scared, just say a little prayer. So I started to say one, and then he puts his hand on my mouth to stop me and whispered, shh. He doesn't like that. Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> yeah. Casey, get some of the new uh, scary music that we got from uh, Watchmen. Oh. Because we, we use this one a lot, and I want to try out some new scary music, if you don't mind. Or creepy, weird mood music. How about this one? It says, my two-year-old daughter was playing with her toy kitchen uh, when I saw that she'd put a plastic baby figure in one of the pans and was sautéing it. Wow. <laughs> when I told her we don't cook babies, she said, it's just to take the skin off. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when my two-year-old daughter and I moved into our first home, she once came over and gave me a big hug with her arms really tight around my neck. I pulled away and I said, ow, why would you do that? She pointed across the room at nothing and said, that man's doing it to that man. (laughs) So there's a lot of stories like, uh, do you ever see the Paranormal Activity movies? No. I refuse to watch them. (laughs) Well, one of them, the the mother's sitting, you know, she's, uh, um, you know, uh, brushing the the daughter's hair and she's saying... um, you, what about your friend? You know your 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 invisible friend, your your play friend, uh, and she says uh, she asked the the daughter a question about him, and she says, "Why don't you ask him yourself? He's right behind you." Wow. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. What? All right. Here's one. One day, the girl I babysat was playing with her dolls, and she ripped the head off of one and put it in a box. I looked inside the box. There was a whole bunch of stray heads in there. (laughs) I asked her what she was doing this for, and she replied, 
I'm practicing. Oh, my God. That's like Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Remember Wednesday Adams? Uh-huh. She had all her dolls like that. Uh-huh. All right, here's one that says, uh, we were at the dinner table when my nephew just stopped, suddenly got very serious, and made direct eye contact with me, saying, I'm going to find you, I'm going to find you, I'm going to find you. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, they said they tried to laugh it off, but uh, apparently he just kept saying it. Wow. Apparently, when I was a uh, a baby, um, and I was I was in the crib when I was old enough to, you know, or at least I, I assume most people when they have children will have the baby in the room with them for a while, and then they go yeah. into a, a separate room. So when that process took place, and I was in a crib in another room across the hall, uh, I would uh, during the night I would like make talking sounds, and I would start laughing, like I would wow. start laughing uncontrollably. And uh, with the spirits, and my my mother would be like, you know, I remember her saying this years ago. She was just like, "Oh my god, it was it was creepy." Yeah, they'd be like me by myself. <laughs> so your mom told you this story? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love a baby laugh. I do too. Man. It's such a genuine. <laughs> No, this is Marissa laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, wait. I want to hear a little bit more of this. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, here's another one. Okay. Uh, it says, my husband is a farmer, and late one night I took my four-year-old and two-year-old to the field uh, to pick him up from work. Well, while my while we were waiting for him to finish up, my two-year-old asked, Mommy, who that man outside? Oh. And I responded, I don't see a man. Is your Ken doll on the floor? And then my four-year-old piped up and said, he's right outside your door, <laughs> staring at you. Oh, my he's God. He's scary. He has blood on his face. What? Did you ever see the movie The Innocents? It's based on turn, The Turn of the Screw. No. So this governess goes and is taking care of these children uh, and um they're out in the in a gazebo one day and they're looking across she's looking across this pond and in the tall grass on the other side there's just a woman sitting looking at them and she says to the little girl she goes who's that woman over there she goes, what woman you know and you can clear the girl could, could clearly see this girl and it's a it's a thing they return to all the time and it's and the kids are being seduced by these ghosts yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's a terrifying story. Sixth Sense was on yesterday, and I, yeah. and I watched about fifteen minutes of it. And uh, there were, you know, the scene where he sees the people hanging in the uh, in the school. Oh yeah, when I and you find out this. Yeah, the the slaves when they had the uh, the lynching there, and then there was a yeah. school. Then the fire with the people walking with the burned faces. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, after this, the 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 parent who I just read that story recalled. Uh, I called my husband, told him to hurry the hell up. And we left, but my girls are now five and seven years old, and they still remember that man, and they refused to go to that field. So it freaked them out. Here's another one. These are creepy things that kids have said to their parents. Uh, this one wasn't a parent, but it says, I overheard a little girl referring to the new daycare employee say, her eyes are pretty. I want to wear them on my charm bracelet. Oh my God. <laughs> Some of these aren't, you know... Like, uh, they're worldly scary. No, the kids are becoming, the kids are the things to be afraid of, like mm-hmm. the bad seed. Uh, here's another one that says, I checked the night vision video monitor to make sure that my two-year-old daughter was finally asleep since I hadn't heard 
any noise in a while. And I saw her standing up in her crib. She then slowly bent all the way over in a way that looked humanly impossible, cocked her head, looked at the camera, and said, Hi. Oh. How did she know I was looking at the monitor at that monitor at that exact uh-huh. moment? Mm-hmm. It's half dump. There's one that says I was asleep on the couch. When I suddenly had the feeling that someone was watching me, I opened my eyes, and there were my three and four years old, four year olds, standing next to my face. Uh, then they smiled and said, "We were watching you." <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah. one that says: Two days after my daughter turned two, we told her a fish died, knowing she wouldn't fully understand. She nodded and sol- she nodded solemnly and said. Everybody goes on the big train. Bye-bye. Oh, my Whoa. God. What the hell? Everybody goes on the big train? And she said it creeped her out quite a bit. This one says, one day my son stared at the corner and asked, why is that man watching us? And why is his head like this? Then he yanked his head up at a sharp angle, similar to how a hanging victim would look. Needless to say, it freaked me the F out. Have you seen the Netflix um, series? It's it's uh, there are two seasons of it, and they go and they get these people who've had these profound experiences, and they are they bring in other people who have had a lot of them take place when they're kids, but uh, people who either saw what they were talking about or are there to corroborate corroborate what they're saying, and uh, there is some. I mean, if you just take it on a basic horror level. Uh, it's 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 pretty amazing, okay. but um, if you know these experiences seem to really have affected these people, and a lot of it, as I said before, happens when they're kids. Okay, and that's called haunted. Is that the one? I think that's it. Yeah, I okay. just have it saved in my in my uh, in my series list, so I always forget the title of it. But it's great. Uh, another commenter said, "My three-year-old son and I were alone in my grandma's house after her funeral when he asked, who's that?' And I said, "Who." And he pointed past me and answered, that face in the wall. <laughs> I don't know if they saw we gotta it, gotta go, too. baby. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 in fact, he said, we left immediately. Yeah. Uh, this is, I worked at a daycare, and during nap time, after we'd turn all the lights out, one little boy suddenly said, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, he was talking about the train that went by behind the daycare about 30 seconds later, though. Oh. It was eerie. Wow, okay. But there were no tracks. Mm. <laughs> This says, when my daughter was two, she asked, do you remember when the car hit me and went boom? And then I went up where there were lots of toys, and then I came back down to you? She said I was super freaked out. So Like, I, a, like, like a, she was killed. A near-death experience? Yeah, something like that. But I guess they didn't really have a car accident. I don't really know. Uh, this one says, I was on the porch of my six-year-old cousin, and he whispered to me, it's your time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, no. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Listen to this. When my son was five years old, he told me he couldn't wait for me to die so he could have his own zombie. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, I've slept with one eye open ever since. Yeah. Wow. All right. This one says, one night when I was coming upstairs around 1130, I overheard my five-year-old daughter say, uh, what are all of you doing in here? Um, and it doesn't. It does, I guess there was nobody else in there. No one there. The Shriners. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I'm not proud to say that I turned around and sat in front of my room for a half an hour, not wanting to risk running into anything. Uh, this is when my daughter was three. I was at home on maternity leave with my son. My daughter started talking about Abigail, Annabelle, Annabelle, uh, who she said lived in our house and it freaked me out. Uh, but I was also intrigued. Uh, so when I was putting her shoes on to go to nursery school, I asked, do you and Abigail play at nursery? And she looked me dead in the eyes and replied, she doesn't come to nursery. She stays here with you. <laughs> I know you're not into those movies, but what, like the, the Conjuring has a, a lot of, and it's it's a brilliantly made horror movie. It's, it's, I don't like the, yeah, I, I told you, man, even you guys. I, I, I mean, just, I love them. I was just reading a yeah. synopsis about, um, what was the one you had mentioned earlier? Where the, the, the couple paranormal days, activity, yeah, par- yeah. paranormal activity, where uh, they were coming downstairs and the chandelier right. was swinging back and forth. Oh man, I have a chandelier in my house. <laughs> yep. And when I would, because I, I leave in pitch black dark, yeah, yeah, and I, and I keep the lights off in the house, so I don't want to wake anybody up. And I, for a month straight, I was scared to death to look up to see if the chandelier was moving. Yeah, if it would have. I would have just, I would have died right there. Yeah. I would have had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have had a heart attack on it, the stairs, fall down the stairs, broke my neck. I get it, yeah. Just I, the idea of that scares the hell out of me. I don't even like looking down in my dark hallway in yeah. my house. You know, because sometimes my bedroom... the monsters live. Well, so... And thank God I did this. I put those hinges on my door that make doors shut automatically. Yes. And I did that to keep dogs out of all the bedrooms right. and stuff. But uh, And I'm just glad that I do it because every now and again I'll prop my bedroom door open. And if I'm standing like by my closet, I look down. I'm like, oh, God. And I want, I'm like, if there's something coming for me, I don't want to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, no, I hear you. Yeah. I cannot remember the name of the show, but Steve, I feel like maybe you would know it. Um, it's about a little boy who maybe, ha- I only watched the first episode, but a babysitter w- is watching him in a hotel room. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a, it's like a short series on, I think it's uh, Apple Plus, and it's just about this kid who, I mean, from like inside the hotel room is just split personalities maybe. Like it's just oh, really, it's really, really I, creepy. Nothing comes to mind. Servant was the last... For a stress here, and for a horror movie, the 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 plots revolved around kids. They they were really going to that well for a while. They're perpetually creepy. They're scary. Yeah, they can be really scary. Just There's like they, these things that people have, you know, said that their kids have said. There's one they play a lot now, and it's actually a pretty good horror movie. It's called The Prodigy. Uh, on uh, you'll see it pop up, up, and it's making the rounds. Uh, you know, the kid just starts to, something's wrong with this kid. And uh, you find out what's wrong with the kid. I think uh, next month, Steve, we might need to revisit your your favorite horror movies of all time. Because it's an evolving list. And it is. Maybe it even expands or whatever. But, you know, obviously we're getting closer and closer to Halloween. So, Well, I promise to actually put one together for uh, next week. I'll put it up online and we can revisit as we get closer even to Halloween. Yeah. Uh, somebody had texted him, why, okay, if Preston's such a pussy, why does he read all the Stephen King novels? Yeah, pussy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, by the way. Uh, um, I don't know. That doesn't scare me for some reason. That more intrigues me. Reading uh, doesn't do it for you? N- well, there, there have been a couple stories of him that really scared me. There was one called Jerusalem's Lot, which is what Salem's, Salem's Lot. Lot was called before it was named Salem's Lot. That one scared the hell out of me. And the book Salem's Lot was pretty scary, right. too. But um, I don't know. Movies. Bring it on. Yeah. The the the, the, the music, the atmosphere, the, <laughs> the potential for it. But now, you know what I'm doing most time when I see scary movies? 
There's a jump scare coming. I can tell. Yeah. All, all the telltale things are happening. It's going to happen any moment now, and mm-hmm. they become very, very predictable. Right. Good directors can can bring it out when you're not expecting it. It's true. It's true. You know? to, to be legitimately shocked in a, in a movie, to have something really catch you off guard, it, it's hard to do it to me. So yeah. when it happens, I'm, I'm very thrilled. Uh, just watched The Invisible Man again uh, the other day, and they have a bunch of jump scares, but they're weird jump scares where they just will... It'll be the the scene transition, and they'll do it with a sound and not necessarily... Do you know what I mean? And they're doing that to to play off your mm -hmm. disorientation of having someone who is invisible Uh in a room. Okay, so what, Steve, you know uh, these horror movies. What is the jump scare where it's a nurse in a hospital, she walks across the hallway... It's the Exorcist (laughs) Legion. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She Exorcist walks across three. the hallway and she's fine, and then she walks across the hallway the other way, and then something follows her. It's it's in like a, like a white flowing thing, and, and what that person has are these large, basically scissors that they'll use to cut a cut limbs off people when they're autopsying bodies. Speaking of limbs, there's a text that came and says, "When my son was young, around two to three years old, he would always wave when we passed the cemetery. Always. So one day he's waving the cemetery, and I asked if they wave back, and he said, no." They don't have arms anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, let me go to a couple calls here real quick. I'll go to uh, Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Uh, good morning. Hey, what's up, Bill? Uh, well, this creeped me out so much I couldn't even think of something funny to say. But, <laughs> uh, I was home from, uh, I got leave after AIT in the service and came home before I had to go overseas. And I was drinking coffee in the kitchen with my mom late at night because i got home late and my little sister who's three or four at the time came walking down and she said mommy who's that man and she's looking at the back door and there was nobody there my mom talked to the neighbor about it last night yet the next day and she was talking to her about it my sister had described the guy and apparently it was somebody that went missing in the area years ago and other people have said that spotted him periodically during the time but it freaked me out do, so they, do they was there a chance that this person was was still alive and was actually making the rounds and 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 sort of creeping up on houses or is the perception that the person well, passed and, and she was seeing something otherworldly well because she said he was inside we think it was otherworldly uh-huh. knows what happened to him he never. He was that his body was never found. Supposedly wow! Never seen alive again. But. It's a situation. Did you hear that ghostly thing in yeah. the background there? Hey! Yeah. Uh, Bill, that's freaky, man. All right, thank it you. It was. I appreciate thank it. You, you listen, made listen. each day so much brighter. <laughs> was he wearing a class ring by chance? <laughs> and a bad haircut. <laughs> Oh, man. What? <laughs> Pitch always had a bad haircut. We, we tried to help him, him out with that. All right, listen to this one. This one's wild. Uh, my kid's friend hit a floating bubble, and it split in two, and she said it gave birth and that it was romantic. Then she suddenly popped them both and said, murder is more romantic. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Have you seen that that AFV video <gasps> of the, the girls has her little Halloween shirt on? And and she's pointing out things to her mother, and she goes, "This is a a, a pumpkin." And, and the, there's the Grim Reaper, and she goes, "And this is a, a a killer." And so the mother goes, "No, that's not. That's the that's the the Reaper." 
And, and and so what does the Reaper do? And the mom's trying to come up with the uh, with the description. She goes, "Is he a killer?" <laughs> Which of course he is. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know they say like if kids, you know, serial killers end up uh, when they're kids, they end up you know killing animals yes. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's will step on an ant, and I'm like, we don't kill nature. <laughs> <laughs> but he raised baby chicks. So you're doing he right, did, and yes. he loves he his kid. Keep, he loves his cat. Come serial killer kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is my best friend was cleaning out her dresser drawers when her three-year-old picked up a picture and said, Mommy, this is me when I was grandma. It was a picture of my friend's grandmother, and she asked, What? And her daughter replied, You don't remember? I was Grandma Marie. Whoa! <laughs> Reincarnation. My friend's grandmother had died a decade before her daughter was born. Wow. Uh, how about this one? When my nephew was five years old... He said he wanted to cut off my head, scoop my brains out, and use my skull to drink out of. (laughs) And he was laughing the entire time. But he was repurposing things. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Waste not, want not. This is my friend's sister never spoke a word until she was about five years old. When when one night at dinner, she suddenly said, you're not my real family. My real family died in a fire. That was the first thing she said to them? Yeah. My friend's sister never spoke a word until she was five years old, and that's what she said. Eesh. Whoa. Eesh. Uh, just a couple more. Well, you're not getting Christmas gifts. Huh. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Hang on. Let me let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. What's up, Joe? Share your story, please. Uh, well, I'll start off. My father died in 09, so we'll start there. So my daughter's about three, and I had a picture of my father on my uh, fireplace. And uh, she comes up to me and watch TV, and she tells us, she says, Dad, who's that, uh, who's that guy on the fireplace? I'm like, that's my father. Why? It's your grandfather. She's like, well, I see him every night, and he's standing behind you right now. Oh! <laughs> well, I dropped my drink. I kind of got the chills. I uh, pushed my kid down, and I ran out the door. <laughs> <laughs> out of the way! <laughs> Oh my God, yeah. Joe! <laughs> Just right, push yeah. the kid down by your fa- by your hand over the face. <laughs> <laughs> Joe sized hole in the wall. <laughs> What's that, Joe? I said it kind of freaked me out a little bit, but I uh, kind of after I you know stopped crying and shaking, I came back inside and she was watching you know TV and I was you know started talking to her about it. She's like, yeah, I see him every once in a while. Mm. Comes in my room. And says hi, and then wow, leave. whoa! Mm. It, it's how, like, how long ago? So it was 2009 is when your dad died. When did she say yeah. something? When? Well, she's eight now, so this is probably I guess 2015. So I was like, yeah, she's about three years old. Oh okay. my god! You think she still remembers it? Oh uh, yeah, she still does. I still bring it up to her all the time. She has a picture of him in her bedroom, and she said that's uh, that's my you know guardian angel. I see him all the time, so I just leave the picture in there, and uh, okay, that's sort of. Place. That's sort of a comforting thing, but it is a little, Still a little no. chilling. Yeah. My nephew had a, Thanks, a he made a similar comment. His grandfather passed away before he was even born, and you know, there's pictures obviously in the house. And he says, "Yeah, Baba, Baba comes over all the time. He's here all the time." And they're mm. like, "What? Wow!" All right, how about this, Casey? <laughs> I heard it again. Did anybody oh my hear God, that? It's amazing. Uh, my Rocky impersonation. Oh my god! Really bad. He's doing a Rocky impression. This disgust. Play it again. 
Beginning of it, no, he's he because he laughs at the beginning of the clip. Mommy, then from grandpa's doing a Rocky impression. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hang on. just terrifying oh man i don't know why that is making me laugh so hard <laughs> wow you know, i don't want to bring up uh, part of uh, my rocky impersonation oh wow casey thank you for that Onik. By the uh, way, the show I was talking about, Steve, it's HBO Max, not oh, uh, Apple okay. Plus, and it's called Room 104. Oh. Mm. Oh, I've heard good things about it. Did you like the show? I, I just watched the first episode, right. so I, I didn't get any more into it. Nick, I had a text up there at Isolated. Where yeah. did that go? Uh, uh, is it this one about uh, St. John? Yeah, it says, Casey yeah. Boy should tell the St. John Newman beautification story, which should be an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Do you know that story? It was a dark night. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Hey, yo. How about that beautification program, which now that I hear it isn't that good? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the story of that. I think we talked about it once before. Oh, uh, man. Um, do you remember? What happened? No, no. Okay. All right. Let, let me read this. this part. Let, let, me, let me read this. Uh, um, I think there's two left on this list. These are creepy things <laughs> that uh, that parents have said their kids have ever said. Uh, this one said, my parents told me that when I was little, every night before they left my room, I would say, good night, don't die. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right. And then the last one oh, says. yeah. You're going to be my regular Saturday night. Oh, Yeah. All right, this one says, one day my two-year-old started talking about someone named Grandma. Um, Hi, Grandma. Yeah. Hi, Grandma. See, Hi, Grandma. You might have to do that whole thing slow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom goes by Mem, and my mother-in-law goes by Nana. Jesus. So I started asking her questions about who Grandma was. And my daughter said that she looks like you and Mem. So I thought she might have been seeing my grandmother who passed away. Okay. Hi, Grandmom. It's chilling. Imagine if you're awoken from a slumber, a deep slumber with that. I think the way, the reason the situation wouldn't have me going so bad is because he was on the phone. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard a phone call slow, slow down. down it's yeah. got a little different. It actually has a, a, it, a kind of a creepy effect. It does, it. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, listen. We have a lot of people on hold that want to tell stories, but we, we, we're out of time. We'll have to revisit this subject uh, of creepy kids and encounters like that because it's, 
there is, there's, listen, there's an, a lot there that seems to be that kids can tap into something or whatever they're, whatever's yeah. going on. As as we get closer to Halloween, maybe yeah. that might be, maybe we'll do, we've never done a specific, you know, children yeah. uh, phone conversation about uh, things that they've seen or, or done that have been freaky as hell. So maybe we'll have to do that again uh, as we get closer. All right. Anyway, let's take a break and let's give you some turkey bacon. How about that? We'll take callers 5 and 6 at 215-263-WMMR, and I'll give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshall's Turkey Bacon. You can ask for Godshall's Turkey Bacon at your local grocer or at Acme, Redner's, and Sam's Club. We'll be back in a moment. Hit up the WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. We have a new Daily Rush video. Yeah! And it is... The beakless rooster. <laughs> Kathy's raising chickens, and we learned what beakless roosters sound like. Uh, you can watch now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline at Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So, yes, early in the morning, out in the countryside, maybe somewhere, at least <laughs> you, you might hear the beakless chicken. The chicks go back today. Oh, do they? Yeah. Aww. Yes, I, I have to return them today. And we did uh, open up Timmy and have a proper uh, burial for him. In the trash can. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, we did open him up, and, and yeah, he, I think when we got him, he was probably he already looked, a goner. He looked really underdeveloped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You let me die. <laughs> He's going to crawl up out of the trash can. I will hate you for all my life. He looks like if you would have put two quarters together, like yeah. that's how big he was. His beak did form, and you could see, you know, where his head was, but then his body was kind of still attached to whatever they, I guess, whatever they grow in in there. You in the never memory. love me. Yeah, so you said the egg was cracked anyway, right, from the get-go? It just had, like, yeah, it had, yeah. like, a little indentation, a little crack on the back of it. And, yeah, so I think that that um, he was probably gone before we got All him. All right, okay. We, we tried our best. Yeah, yeah. But it was a great experience. And I actually checked out their their website, and they do the still... The chicks have websites now? <laughs> they, well, no, Quiver Farm. Uh, they do still have some uh, available spots. So if it's something that you're thinking about doing, it only goes, or at least their their signups are only until the end of October. So okay. um, if you are interested in doing it, I would, would sign up for it. It was an excellent experience. Case, when are you getting your ducks? Uh, we get them on Monday. Okay. And I don't know how, you know, Diane's doing all this stuff. Um, we get four of them, and we've already started throwing around a couple names. <laughs> the name, the naming is fun. Yeah. Well, like, I totally, with my dogs my, and my cats, my dead cats, <laughs> I... Um, you I, did all the naming. I, I did all yeah. the naming. I, I shall let the children, I shall relinquish all naming responsibilities for myself. Yeah, because you're not keeping them for the rest of the lives. And it's, also, it's not about me. It's temporary. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by God Shawls, All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. The hometown favorite. God Shawls Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. From their family of owners to yours. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. A man accused of dancing shirtless on tables in front of a Wawa got to shake his booty in a more confined setting. The Indian River County Jail. Uh, the apparent case of the criminal 
Cutting a rug at a convenience store happened at the Wawa in Vero Beach. <laughs> Doing the Charleston. Sheriff's investigators went there after a report the 50-year-old man was dancing shirtless on tables and causing a commotion. Listen, I've been excited at the Wawa as well. Yeah, uh, the Wawa manager never that excited. reported numerous incidents at the business with the alleged dancer causing a ruckus. Cowtails! Um <laughs> The dancer was accused of getting belligerent and swearing and not complying with the deputy. He uh, was arrested on a charge of uh, resisting arrest without violence. I saw a really funny video. It was it had to have been earlier this week of a guy who had uh, just discovered Wawa for the very first time. Obviously, he's not from around here. Right. I think it's in Florida, but he's there. He's got, you oh, know, yeah. sizzlies. I saw that video. Yes, and he's just got everything, and he's he's drinking this thing. Uh, and He's, he's just, like, I can't believe I didn't know about this. It was so great. It's, <laughs> it's really a revelation for Many, yeah. Yes. Well, listen to this. Two fishermen have been convicted of felonies for cheating in a Utah fishing contest after oh. forensic analysts of their winning fish proved that it came from another lake. Oh. Robert Dennett and oh, wow. Cameron Wooten, Wooten were sentenced to 24 months probation, during which time they are banned from hunting over the scam where they pretended uh, to catch, or I guess they're banned from fishing as well, uh, pretended a, to catch a huge uh, fish from the lake from Lake Powell in order to take home the $2,500 winnings. Contest officials spotted some key differences between the fish and <clears throat> the unusual fish caught in the lake. Huh. Uh, judges drafted in forensic experts uh, to examine the suspect fish uh, who proved the winning catch was indeed a fraud. Dennett and Wooten participated in the two-day largemouth bass fishing tournament. Uh, the contest, which draws competitive anglers to the waters teeming with bass, catfish, and walleye each year, had pulled in around 25 teams, all vying to take home the $2,500 prize money. The prize is awarded to the team that catches the five fish with the highest total weight. By the end of day one, the cheaters were in second place and had also far earned their uh, prize of the biggest single fish. But the contest officials thought it seemed fishy uh-huh. because the bass didn't look the same as the other fish that it was pitted against. So pitted. <clears throat> one of their, um, it said, uh, a uh, one of the spokesmen said, one, they were shaped differently, indicating that they probably have a different diet. And then they also had some marks of stress, such as red fins. <clears throat> the officials called the biologist and the wildlife resources division to report their suspicions and investigator questioned the two men on the day, on day two of the contest. That's wild. <clears throat> Neither one of them were very inclined to talk to the investigator. One of them started to kind of acknowledge that, yeah, the fish maybe hadn't come from Lake Powell. Then he very quickly asked for an attorney. I want to talk to my lawyer. And the other individual didn't want to say anything. Uh, the two men had also taken a home first, second, and third place at eight other bass fishing tournaments earlier in 20, 2018. That's crazy. <clears throat> but they, they actually were forensically tested at a University of Utah lab to determine where it had originated from, and researchers revealed that it was not possible for it to come from Lake Powell. This time, it looks like you're on the hook. <laughs> exactly it. So, uh, But they weren't messing around, man. All right, and then one last story. That's all we have time for. Let's end with uh, this one. A man showing off his gun to a friend shot himself in the groin and leg, Oregon police said. Nicholas... Didn't know could do that! Ellen Ford 
shot himself Sunday at a supermarket. Investigation revealed that Ellingford was inside the store, and as he was waiting in line, he unholstered a Glock 9mm semi-automatic pistol from his waistband. So yeah, take he, a look at this. Could, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's what it would have yeah, been Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. They said he took it out so he could show it off to a friend. Why do you keep the, the gun in the waistband thing, for Christ's sake? Ellingford reportedly was holding the gun near the front of his pants when he accidentally where pulled, your balls are. pulled the trigger. Uh, the bullet entered the into Ellingford's groin area before it exited out of the lower thigh of his leg, <sighs> uh, narrowly missing his femoral artery. I'm thinking of getting one, but do you always have to shoot your own balls? Officials at the store administered first aid before medics arrived. He was then light flight, light, life flighted to a hospital in mm. Portland. Uh, criminal investigation is ongoing. He did not have a concealed handgun license, mm-hmm. and his act was oh, found man. to be reckless since it uh, placed several people in danger. So the guy may may face criminal charges. I think if you want to show off your pistols, you bring them to the supermarket. That's what. That's yeah. where you show your pistols. Right. right. You don't have them come over to the house. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Let's take another break. Come back in a second and test your knowledge. Today's show, we'll do the lesson question. Also do trash and music news. That's on the way. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's take a look at NGM Insurance Group. No, we're done with that. Never mind. We're not going to do that. (laughs) Forget I said that. Let's just remember what those Uh, incredible traffic reports were like. Perfection is done for the day. Yeah. We're going to do the lesson question giveaway a $60 Metro Diner gift card and let's see if you know the answer uh, to this question. Which wild animals did the California Creek Fire and subsequent Fire NATO pick up and set on fire? What wild animals did the Fire NATO Fire Nader pick up and set on fire. 215-263-WMMR. Call us now, why don't you? Let's see if you know the answer. We'll do the trash while you're calling it. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Reed. They're still open, serving all your favorite frozen treats. You can stock up on quarts of Italian ice and fill your freezer with the delicious taste of Rita's. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Demi Lovato and Max Eric are parting ways just two months after getting engaged to be married. Lovato says that sometimes it takes getting engaged to someone you love to realize just how much you hate their stinking guts. (laughs) Eric! Eric. (laughs) Kelly Clarkson has recently been wearing an eye patch while appearing on our talk show. Clarkson explained the new look, saying that during quarantine, she earned her certification as a Somali pirate. Oh, my God. And finally, 78-year-old, he's 78, Harrison Ford, seen taking in a vigorous game of tennis near his Brentwood home. Ford says the game really gets his heart going, just like narrowly missing a mid-air collision. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All righty, we'll see if we can find the answer. What uh, wild animals do the California Creek Fire and subsequent Fire Nados pick up and set on fire? 215-263-WMMR. It is Rick I have on the line. Hey, Rick, how are you, man? Uh, it's good. It's actually Nick with an N. All right. Oh. All right, Nick, do me a favor and tell me what wild animals were picked up by the fire NATO. Would that be a bear? Bears. <laughs> the bear fire NATO. Nick, hang on because we're going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card celebrating National Chicken Month right this summer, uh, September, sorry. Uh, the chicken experts 
at your neighborhood Metro Diner have added meaty boneless and traditional wings to their menus along with their game with the latest game day packs that will feed the whole squad this sports season. Available for takeout or delivery, and you can order online at MetroDiner.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Well, congratulations to Marilyn Manson. He has scored his first number one rock album on the Billboard charts Ah. with his new album called We Are Chaos. Uh, For the week of September 17th, the album sold 31,000 equivalent album units. 28,000 being from album sales. And We Are Chaos also comes from Marilyn Manson's fifth total and consecutive number one on hard rock album. In other news, Marilyn has released his new video for Don't Chase the Dead. And in the clip, he stars alongside Norman Reedus, who, of course, is from The Walking Dead. Uh, So that should be pretty interesting. I wonder if have they... I wonder if they've acted together or not. I wonder if they have. I wonder if... Uh, has Marilyn Manson appeared as a zombie on the series? No. He he was on... Uh, uh, Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He played the mother. <laughs> uh, once again, Metallica's James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett have performed a duo version of the Star Spangled Banner for their beloved San Francisco Giants. Uh, the pair performed the national anthem virtually before the September 23rd matchup between the Giants and the Colorado Rockies. This now marks the eighth time that they've done the pregame honors, although this time marked the first not to be live, and it was pre-recorded. Over the years, they've also performed live prior to Golden State Warriors basketball and San Jose Sharks hockey games. Smashing Pumpkins have released two more songs from their upcoming double album. How did we? Seer? Kier? I forgot how you pronounce it. C-Y-R. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Confessions of a dopamine, Dopamine Addict and Wrath. Follow the previously released title track and the color of love. Uh, according to Rolling Stone, to Rolling Stone, the uh, second episode of the band's new animated series, In Ashes, will serve as video for Confessions of a Dopamine Addict. Well, it was 40 years ago today, September 25th, 1980, that Led Zeppelin's John Bonham died of pulmonary edema, which is fluid accumulation in the lungs. The legendary drummer was just 32 years old and found dead by Zeppelin sound technician Benji Lefevre and bassist John Paul Jones. The clinical cause of death was asphyxiation from vomit, and an autopsy found no other drugs in his body. Bonham was uh, cremated on October 10, 1980. His ashes were buried at Rushuk Parish Church in uh, Droitwich, uh, Worcestershire. So uh, when someone is trying to get clean, do they risk a higher possibility of this type of death? Do we... I don't know if that death in particular, a friend of mine who was also a drummer, uh, died as he was trying to... He was, he was he had a horrible alcohol problem. We had right. lost touch for, for a long, long, long time. And I, I found out after he passed and I contacted his sister and she's like, yeah, Joe had a real bad uh, alcohol problem. And he tried to quit on his own without supervision. I would recommend if you're coming off of alcohol and if you have a severe alcohol problem that you do it under um, medical supervision. Yeah, so something had happened in his throat. I don't know what it was. Like a a rupture of some type and he bled. Mm. And so, yeah, Mm. I would assume the same type of thing would have happened, you know. So it was terrible. Uh, Led Zeppelin was set to begin its next North American tour in October uh, 1980 on the 17th in Montreal on December 4th, the band issued a formal statement announcing their split, which read, 
We wish it to be known that our the loss of our dear friend and the deep sense of undivided harmony felt by ourselves and our manager have led us to decide that we could not continue as we were. Uh, back in 2018, when pressed about Zeppelin's upcoming 50th anniversary, a somewhat somber Robert Plant had explained that uh, Bonham's death still cast a long shadow, saying it's 50 years, but it's not 50 years. It's 38 years of darkness for a family. So all that hullabaloo is great. And I'm sure there'll be some great things to come out of it. I really can't wait to hear the archival releases, though. It might, I might even get a free copy, is what he said. But Bonham, who is regarded as by most as the greatest rock drummer to ever sit behind a kit, uh, got his start playing with Robert Plant in the band of Joy. And when invited uh, by Plant to join Led Zeppelin, then called the New Yardbirds, he was reluctant to do so because he had just landed a steady gig playing with a folk singer named Tim Rose. Uh, so he had to get talked into, and of course, uh, the rest was stuff legendary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of legendary, Steve, I bring this up just for you and me. The latest Bee Gees retrospective has oh. been acquired by HBO Documentary Films, and will air later this year on HBO and stream on HBO Max. Uh, Deadline.com reported the Bee Gees, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? Great song. Is part of the official selection of the 2020 Telluride Film Festival and the documentary, which is directed by Frank Marshall, has been produced with the full participation of Barry Gibb and the estates of his brothers Robin and Morris. Uh, the collective production team for the film has been responsible for such recent hits as HBO's The Apollo, The Beatles' Eight Days a Week, which is awesome. Uh, and HBO's George Harrison, Living in the Material World. Among, All great stuff. Among others, yes. Yeah, so. so outside the disco stuff, which a lot of people obviously focus in on, it was huge. If you take their, their there's an, a clear other phase of their career okay. that is full of great songs you may not realize are the Bee Gees. Yeah. I mean, great songs. Really soulful songs. Yes. Yeah. Did they do Space People, Steve? They did Space The original people. Space yeah, People? Yeah, but okay. they, they did it as an opera. Okay. Mm. Uh, let's see here. And, and I mentioned this earlier in the entertainment report, but, uh, an attorney for the Doobie Brothers sent a lighthearted cease and desist letter to Bill Murray for illegally using the band's song, Listen to the Music, without permission in a commercial for Zero Hucks Given shirts, which are part of his William Murray golf collection. Uh, the Doobie's attorney, Peter Paterno, uh, had said in a letter, it's, it's a fine song. I know you agree because you keep using it in ads for your zero hucks given golf shirts. However, given that you haven't paid to use it, maybe you should change the name to zero bucks given. I wonder if the Bee Gees ever thought of using Rerun as a character witness. <laughs> no, the Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Would have used them, yeah. Oh, that's so, right. That yeah. show, yeah. Uh, so it was, Doobie Ubi. It was... Uh, <laughs> It was very lighthearted, uh, but he, I think he is making the point that you got to stop doing that. Uh, so Were they uh, cool at the end of that episode, like rerunning the doobies? Or like they, they put yes. it all behind I think them, they made right? peace, right? They, they found yeah. out that the guy was essentially threatening rerun. Yeah. And rerun wasn't, you know, his recording was terrible. Yeah, it was just a fat kid eating popcorn. Right. So I, um, I, they probably couldn't hold too much... No, no, him. no, and, and if they had a re- pursued full legal action, what what could they get from those kids? Nothing. Right. But right. we all remember that moment when Rerun was dancing in the front row, mm-hmm. and the tape recorder fell out of his. It's shocking. God. He was wearing a like a like a um, a trench coat, and it <laughs> fell out on the floor, and the Doobie Brothers saw it. 
from oh, the stage. From the stage. In that huge theater mm. that looked like one corner of a small room. Yeah, it was in their <laughs> school, I think. So. And then I saved the best for last. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, Vin Diesel released new music. Oh, my God. Yes. This is what I've been waiting for. He called into the Kelly Clarkson show to tease the premiere of his new dance track called... Uh, Family. No. <laughs> feel Like I Do. With Kygo. He did this with Kygo. Do you feel like I do? Uh, he offered a heartfelt... I want to thank you. Uh, a heartfelt message. Did You're he do my the, family. Would he do the, the guitar, the talk box yeah. guitar, too? The, yeah, wobble, wobble, wobble. Do you use feel like I do? <laughs> Uh, he offered a heartfelt message to Kelly and talked a little bit about how his how this came to be. He said, I'm so honored to be able to debut my music on your show. Well, it's about family. Because you, since, because you, since you first won Idol until today, have somehow maintained your authenticity. Which I have. He said, I'm blessed that on a year that I normally would be on a movie set. but With my as, family. As you know, that's not possible. I've had another creative outlet, another way to show you or share with you my heart. So do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, please. Yes. I haven't heard it. All right, here we go. Ben Diesel with Kygo. Is this him singing? I think it sounds like him. Okay. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, no. but he does have yeah, this. Yeah, it sounds like he's a little. He's not a filter. He's a little. 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 Production quality and the tune sound nice. Yeah, um, it's, it it's kind of post Maloney, you yeah. know. But um, preacher brownie, his <laughs> his vocal quality is yeah. He, he's tonally he's good. Yeah, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, pitch wise he's good. Right, but the tone hey. of his voice, yeah, <laughs> it was a little, hey. a little uh, like a bubble. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I hear it isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky impression, but now they hear very good. Wow. Vin Diesel doing a pitch impersonation. <laughs> a Rocky, a Rocky impersonation. Yeah. Diesel doing pitch, doing hey, Rocky. Yeah. So meta. Doing Rocky, yeah. All right. How man. meta. I didn't hate it. I yeah, I hate it? Yeah. I was hoping. Bam. Bam. I am Groot. 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 I am Gro
Cameron. That was pretty good. Yeah. I want to hear the playback of that. Uh, no, uh, let's do it live. <laughs> we'll F it. We'll do it live. Yeah. We'll do right. it live. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. That's probably the best thing we've ever done. I know! because I wasn't singing. I was dancing. Oh, you were <laughs> I'm the dancer. Oh, my God. Kathy, I you can't singer. see her right now, but Dash, no, Kathy's in a disco oh cage. Oh, What's that? She's in a disco cage. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I think we can retire. Oh, my God. Well, we're definitely done for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, we, we're, not, we're not topping that, folks. No. And that's your music news. Can you make it better with some turkey bacon? That's exactly what I'm going to do, Casey. <laughs> Caller number 12, you get turkey bacon. Woo! I just had, um, they Rose have poppers. There, it's cheese and turkey bacon in a, in a, um, it's a like croissant. croissant. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh, it's good. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> Caller number it's part of the turkey family. <laughs> Caller number 12. <laughs> uh, what if those were the next words Groot learns? Uh, I, turkey bacon. Turkey bacon. Caller number 12, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, six pack of coupons, good for six full-size packages of Godshalls turkey bacon. You can check the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at godshalls.com. We'll take a break, give away a Word of the Week prize. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Friday morning, as we're getting ready to wrap things up. And it smells like barbecue sauce in here. <laughs> it's because Brent Porsche brought us some barbecue. <laughs> that was nice of you. You're yeah. welcome. I, I thought you were going to say because Brent Porsche is in here. I <laughs> no, no, barbecue no, no. You don't, you don't <laughs> smell like that. It's that barbecue no. scent. Where'd you bring, uh, where'd you get this from? Thanks to the gang over at Wilson. Steve, Kevin, Kelly, the whole gang. They're like, yo, bring some food in for the gang. So I got some great. egg rolls and french fries and all sorts of different sauce. And they made... So apparently Steve was hanging out with Marissa. Steve got a hold, uh, Steve Wilson got a hold of uh, Marissa's boyfriend's new beer called Bird Gang yeah. from Larimer, and uh, he made it into a barbecue sauce, and it's damn wow. good. Yeah, in wow. fact, it says Laracue sauce on, on the, uh, right there. Isn't <laughs> that what that says? Uh, yeah, because oh, of Larimer. Okay, Larimer, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Cool, thank you, Brent. You're very Morris. welcome. My pleasure. Always full of surprises. Right. I love it. All right, well, no surprise, you have a letter to share with us. You Let's ready? Go. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. The letter wise, and yo, it's Friday, baby. All right, and I think we need caller number 6 at 215-263-WMMR to give us the word of the week. And if you are that caller, then we have got a very cool prize that we can set you up with. So do that now, 215 263 WMMR, that is the number. Uh, no guests on the program today, but thank you for your calls and your contributions. And thank you also to our friends at Godshalls, Turkey Bacon. Man, they really killed it today. Great Give stuff. Some stuff to uh, to give away. And you can, uh, of course, check out uh, Godshalls, Turkey Bacon, at your local grocer or at Acme, Redner's, and Sam's Club. So get on it and get yourself some turkey bacon. 
Um, you got some Good Friday things planned? Today? I do. So cool. today it's the 40th anniversary of John Bonham's death, Bonzo. So we're going to be doing a big block of Led Zeppelin come up at noon. It's the 13th anniversary of the release of Echo Silence, Patience and Grace from the Foo Fighters. So we're going to be oh. playing a block from them. And it's Brad Arnold from Three Doors Down's birthday this weekend. So we're going to be doing a block of them as well. And it is Brent Porsche's last day filling in. Oh. Are you here Monday? For Pierre no, Bear? I'll be back on Monday. All right. I'll be back on the Red Eye for all my Red Eye Warriors. All, all right. right. So please uh, spend some time with them today. Check in with them as well. All right. Um, to the phones we go. Call number six is what we're looking for. And I have uh, Mike on the line. Hey, Mike. Good morning, sir. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? Hey. <laughs> all right. Mike, what's our word of the week? I missed the letter, so I'm taking a guess. Casey. Lay off me, I'm starving. Yeah. All right. Casey is correct, Mike. Nice job. All right. And since you got it right, we have 10 vinyl albums, including recent releases from Pearl Jam, Metallica, and a signed copy of The Struts, Young and Dangerous, in honor of Record Store Day, which is going to be this Saturday. So congratulations to you, Mike. Right, thanks. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Hang thanks. on the line, bud. We'll get your information. Don't forget it's being celebrated, uh, Record Store Day. Properly distanced through a series of Record Store Day drops. There are three of them all together. We already had the first one in August. Uh, this Saturday is the second one. And then coming up in October on the 24th will be the third. And you can support your local record store this Saturday. You doing a vinyl cut today? No. Okay, no vinyl <laughs> cut. Just checking. Thought that would tie that in there with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, listen. Bill what? I said, Bill, listen up. Yep. <laughs> All right, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also Dunkin', the official coffee of the President and Steve Show, and by God, Shaw's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Uh, next week on the program, we have Steve Hackett, guitarist, original oh guitarist God. from uh, Genesis, Genesis and other projects will yep. be joining us. Uh, our friend Derek Pitts of the Franklin Institute. He's great. Will be on. And Dateline correspondent Josh. Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz will be joining he us. He invented the elevator. That's the man yeah. who invented the elevator. So he'll be joining us. No, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Again. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. So Casey's wife hides all his toys before the weekend. Does that make it a no Hasbro Friday? Next message. When I die, I want to come back as a lip balm. Maybe Kathy will put me in her bra and carry me around with her. I just can't wait to die so that I can be reincarnated. Next message. All I can say on this lovely Friday evening, don't be sad, ladies and gentlemen. And f*** you, Carol Baskin. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.